Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get to pumping. Does anyone really care? I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip wrong. So know your role. You a star, be a star. You a role player, you be the best damn role player there is. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the thick. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live. And on YouTube, you can chime in there with your thoughts, comments, questions on this Tuesday, and we'll make you a part of our program. We've got Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt producing, CJ Schaefer here as well. Troy D and Ellerby leading off the show on this Tuesday. We'll also at some point recap East Carolina and South Florida. Might be a little while because they are playing in the sixth inning in Clearwater. South Florida hit a grand slam in the top of the sixth inning to take a four to three lead east carolina was shutting them out it is right now uh four to three south florida over ecu we'll talk about that one as we go along on today's show canes rangers game four tonight in new york we'll preview that one with our resident caniac brooks hill and also we will talk some o's baseball look around major league baseball mark brown camdenchat.com we got o's and yankees going at it tonight orioles knocked off the yankees last night they'll try to do it again tonight and bryce williams joins us in hour number three of today's show we'll also open up the booty bag all right we got uh old school live at five live at three troy d and ellerby are here What's up, gentlemen? Hey, Clip. Good to see you. On a holiday week, this is one of my favorite weeks of the year because a lot of folks, as you go into a Memorial Day weekend, Monday, of course, will be the official holiday for a lot of people, but some folks are able to get Friday off, kind of a bonus holiday there. So get a, if you get a Friday and a Monday, boy, what a weekend. What a weekend That's kind those. of my ideal work week. A Tuesday through Thursday type of deal. I'm with you. That is your average work week. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> one day I'd love to have that every week. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Only thing would be better, Clip Rock, a little day baseball. <laughs> and guess what? We got it. Yes. There's nothing better than day baseball and nothing better when... Oh, did he get it out of here? Did he just jack it? He did! A home ACU. run. ACU. Clip oh, Rock. A, where, where is Clip Rock? Was that, uh, He's doing the Tilt-A-Whirl right in the studio That's right a grand now. slam! A grand slam by ECU. Tilt-A-World by Clip Rock. Holy cow. <laughs> Or going nuts. does it again. Unbelievable. This guy is an absolute stud. What a stud this guy is. He ended the last half inning by gunning a guy down at the plate and then comes out and drops a bomb. Oh wow. Right Bryson Whirl with an Just absolute grand salami. I think that is, uh, boy, that is going to take the wind out of South Florida sales right there. Still plenty of game left. Well, I mean, the bottom of the sixth. Yeah. Uh, they had a runner at first. Zach Agno singles, so you had runners at first and second with two outs, and then Lane Hoover hits, uh, lays down a nice little bunt towards the third baseline, and the throw was high, so he was able to reach safely. And then you saw just uh, 
what Bryson World just did. Have you so. seen that dude with his shirt off, by the way? There's a reason he hits Grand Slams. You, you know what? I've been waiting to say yeah, this. I've been waiting to say this. For the first time in probably the history of ever, I agree with Troy Dreyfus on something. <laughs> Shirley, and stop that is, yourself. Stop yourself. Go on. No, go on. <laughs> Bryson World is jacked. Yeah. I remember when he came in for the first time, we were talking to him with the uh, with the Pirate Radio athletes. I'm like, God, this is a big guy for a, a baseball player. But then when I saw him a, uh, like a week or two ago with his shirt off before the celebration, I remember saying something to you about it, Cliff. I know. I was you like, you are a big guy, fan of his body. Incredible physique. Yes. Yes. I like how he hits the ball. Yeah. And he did That's it right why, there. That's why, because he's so strong. Uh, boy, that is a quick turnaround. Man, wow. Uh, a couple of quick turnarounds. And all of that with Pirates. two outs. Bottom yeah. of the six. All of that with two outs. Two out rally for the Pirates. All right. Um, why are Troy D and Ellerby here today? Big announcement, Clip Brock. What is that announcement? Well, you know, uh, it's 100 days until the Pirate Radio football kickoff party. What? Did you did you realize that, Clip Brock? No. Sep- I had no idea. September 1st. I know how you like to, to count down the number of days till you do things. It'll be here before you know it, Clip. Yes. So uh, we, we were here not too long ago announcing that the Pirate Radio football kickoff party is uh, going to be back on uh, Thursday, September 1st. We new have venue. New, new venue, the uh, State Theater. And uh, we're super excited today to announce that uh, we have booked a band. One of the top bands on the East Coast, LRB. The, perhaps the number one party band on the East Coast. They're the 80s band everybody loves they haven't been in Greenville in a long time. The Breakfast Club returns September 1st. Hey. To Greenville, hey, North Carolina. Hey, hey. As 80s a head- bands. Headliner for our Pirate Radio football kickoff party. And they are freaking awesome. Troy D's now going to party like it's 1989. <laughs> and uh, the State Theater. So the, so the party, we're adding layers to the party here. So uh, we have everybody saving the date for September 1st. Now you want to get excited about the Breakfast Club. They're going to be the headliner of the event and of course the pirate nation is gonna make the party super awesome that and, night and 80s music such a fun party music it's the you know college i listen to, i talk to college kids they like 80s music of course if you grew up in the 80s like i did you like 80s music i think it appeals to everybody lrb absolutely so a little uh known fact or unknown fact is uh the first time me and my wife ever went out the breakfast club played at the attic wow so hey how about that reunited again september yeah. 1st at the state theater this time so uh, excited to add them to the uh, party fund. We'll have some more announcements uh, coming over the summer months of June, July, and August. But uh, certainly get ready for Thursday, September 1st, Troy D. 100 days away officially on the party countdown to kickoff. I'm ready to go now if we had to. If you said the party was tonight, I am ready to go. Right I now. I am mentally ready. I am physically ready. I am on go. You're happy with this outfit you have on? <laughs> That's not a new shirt. I know, but I would wear this if need be. Well, y'all made an announcement. I've gotten two compliments on this shirt today, by the way. You guys made an announcement. I'm going to make an announcement. The party's tonight. Are you ready to roll? (laughs) (laughs) With you, Chandler, absolutely. Let's go. You know what's magical, Ellery? There's going to be some pirate singles there at the Pirate Radio kickoff party, and they are going to meet while the Breakfast Club is playing. Someone, yes. someone Just like meet. you and your wife did all those History years ago. History will repeat itself. Yes. And look, yeah. I, next month I'll be going 20 years of marriage. So, 20 You strong. know, uh, Josh Thomas met his fiance, or I don't know if they, uh, they might be married now, because of Pirate Radio. He won something from Pirate Radio from Tiebreakers, went to Tiebreakers to redeem it, and met her. What Boom. a story. Yeah, another story t- of love. Another Pirate Radio matchmake 
I success. Feel, I feel like Chuck Woolery <laughs> on the Love Connection. I mean, all, all we you're welcome, is, Josh Thomas. <laughs> we, all we do is put people together. That's right. Yes. Yeah, everybody's trying to take people apart. We're putting them together. We yeah. put a lot of people together with food and beverages over the years. Yeah. <laughs> and who knew that that would sink into love? At the destination of where you end up. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I cannot wait for September 1st. I think it's going to be an exciting, you know, it's going to be a holiday weekend. So maybe, Troy, you can sneak in and get Friday off and then have Monday off. And then you have like a well, four-day weekend, you know. It's a little hard then because we work those because it's football season. Oh, so it's not for other so, people. It's only if you get Friday off and Monday off that, right. that, it, that it really matters. Right. We need everybody here for football see, season. See, Troy, if you rewind earlier, when Troy was talking about for some people, yes. like yeah. himself, so, yes. that gets Friday and Monday off. I'm a that, big fan of Memorial Day. Labor Day is a little, we got to put the labor in the Labor Day, as you know. We can't abandon the Pirate Nation on Labor Day. They never have. They need us. They, they need never us. have. They got to have us. Yeah. We'll so, be here. There you go. We'll be recapping uh, ECU NC State. There's a line on that game, Ellerby. What did you think of that. the opening line of eight? I thought it was low. I, I thought it was going to be double digits based on all the hype NC State has been getting in the uh, That's what I thought. early media stuff, So, which makes me kind of love the Pirates a little bit more right now of uh, plus eight points. Clip, so you don't think I should wear this to the party? I'm starting to worry. I think you should take it off. I and think go with Price you, and you are you're very particular about getting a new. Party no, I know shirt. I do. I have still have time. I have a hundred days. I hear to get a new shirt, and you got a long weekend to go shopping. I do. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> a little extra time. Yeah. So yeah. When do you hope to have that shirt nailed down by? Oh, that's a great question. Probably Clip. Shirley's birthday. I, if I <laughs> <laughs> open it up right here to himself. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna. I, I'll start if I don't have it by August first. I'll start to stress. Oh, so I'd, lo- I'd love to have it sometime in July. We're gonna have to move Shirley's birthday from October thirteenth <laughs> up yeah. to August first. I don't want to wait to the last minute. Uh, there was one year I actually went out the night or two before the party and purchased a party shirt, and I was never necessarily happy with that purchase. Was it in the men's section? It was in the in men's the section. Men's section. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, still things to do before we get to the party. Yeah. Clip Rock, your uh, analysis of the Pirates plus eight? Mm, fair, I guess. Uh, where was where was the Brock meter? I always like to ask you that because you're usually pretty good. You're pretty spot on. Yeah, I mean, season. like... Seven and a half, eight sounds good to me. Yeah, but you, did you your hunch higher or lower? I mean, would you? I, I think it's it about twelve. Right. I really did. I thought it would come out at twelve. I, I think that shows I, you, like you said, where you thought it would be higher. It's not, so it makes you lean to the Pirates. The P- Pirates are getting respect now. Mike Houston's brought some respect back to East Carolina. Absolutely, I think it's the players a, have. It's a, it's a respect line. I'll be interested to see in the next one hundred and two days how that line moves some home fields don't matter dowdy ficklin stadium against nc state matters that's a line mover and and i don't know i mean if i had to guess my guess is the line's going to go down to like seven and a half mm, before I it goes know. up i think it'll fluctuate yeah. and i don't know state, it depends how much hype state gets i think they the state comes more in hype, and, the and, public and the yeah. preseason poll comes out and they're number nine in the nation yeah. i think it affects it the other way yeah i the, think people then tend to the wolfpack fans buy in on that hype and it makes the line move up yeah, I, I yeah, I think that is more likely just because all these publications are going to come out with their top 25s and yeah. Phil Steele and all that. And uh, Phil Steele, by the way, said yesterday he wrapped up his conversation with Mike Houston and all the AAC coaches. So uh, that's a that's a 
a good sign, LRB. We're getting close to Phil Still season, and we talked to Troy. Of course, we'll get him back on the show this summer to uh, to get his guide and his uh, projections. That's because... right, Clip. Spent 250 hours this week talking nothing but football coaches and uh, talking about everything from the program. When you talked about them, when you talk holiday weekends, the best thing going July Fourth weekend is to grab a copy of the Phil Still magazine and uh, read that july 4th on a monday this year so if you're lucky enough to get a friday off yeah before that it's monday, still on monday this year you, i haven't looked that far ahead for real uh, so no july 4th the 4th is on a monday yes oh well, that's that definitely okay gonna be, no i'm just saying that you know no one's working that friday going into july 4th well no one being Troy. good Dave. to know <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just saying you know the fade if I'll you're going plans. into a holiday weekend yeah. there's another friday monday deal for yep. you right there so don't go to the Where banks Monday's or out to eat that day because nobody's going to be working well, right some Troy people Dave? are going to be working but <laughs> some people won't be uh by some people it might be me yeah but uh no that's another perfect fr- i'm just saying i like these friday monday holidays you're going to be the that's one that's a great situation you're the classic person aggravating all the people you need working yes we do days. need people working at restaurants right you're gonna need people <laughs> yes. at the gas station to get Absolutely. your gas i mean yeah. you know bojangles yeah need you to show up all sorts of stuff so there you go so back to my yeah. story get a phil still magazine for that holiday weekend yeah. coming up july 4th food line budweiser there's a lot of people that need to still work yeah there's yeah. a lot of people yeah for for troy days of the world yeah. keep your list going non-essential workers essential workers like us at pirate radio yes ra- <laughs> we, can, we can have the day off. radio people will be preparing for the uh, hot dog eating contest that monday yeah and let's never forget when the line came down is essential to non-essential we are listed as essential clip yeah that uh blew my mind but good to know and yeah. and, and after two years of covid they've uh, changed that <laughs> <laughs> So. All right, so big announcement. The Breakfast Club will be playing at the Pirate Radio football kickoff party coming up Thursday, September 1st, 7 o'clock. Yep. Awesome stuff. Bring your big hair and uh, your dancing shoes and be ready to rock and roll. Pirates have a lead uh, thanks to the Bryson World Grand Slam, and now guys will see what they can do in this tournament. And then Monday, uh, Memorial Day, we will find out their fate in a regional uh, signs pointing north of here whether it be virginia virginia tech maybe maryland i just don't want it to be west of here tennessee that's the one we're trying to avoid i was talking with some people this morning and uh, we we were running the scenario i think this could be the first time in a long time that a team in north carolina hasn't hosted a regional yeah that is highly unusual i don't feel like there's not a team that's projected to host right clip state's fading pretty fast north carolina's not yeah yeah i mean they would need to come in strong for the acc tournament but there's been i think think yeah it might be too late there's been times where many multiple teams in multiple years have have hosted in the state of north carolina so yeah it looks kind of like the pirates could be in like blacksburg or uh, charlottesville so have you talked to coach o lately about it because you know uh he used to be on the selection committee and he could Talk about teams out in the boat and uh, chances of the Pirates. Well, <laughs> I know you just asked that question so you do that accent, but he was on with Brian Bailey. That's where I heard him, yes. Brian Bailey. Yeah, yes. he, was on, he was on very recently. Radio. He did a lot, last four in, first four out. Yeah, <laughs> um, so for folks that don't know, Tennessee, 49-7 and seven, uh, on the year. I did this hypothetical yesterday. Would you rather – east carolina run through this host a regional and be paired up in the supers with tennessee or go on the road for a regional and be paired up with a team not named tennessee in the super tennessee looks really strong i mean they've gone through the sec ladder so you guys are thinking long-term big picture yes because it seems like we you know it's just like kind of last year pirates had a great team but 
you know, if they were in any other super regional, might have been able to do. But Vanderbilt was just so damn good. Ran up against the best arms in America. Correct. And if you can avoid that matchup, it, it matchups matter. You know, you have a better chance. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody wants any part of Tennessee right now. No doubt. But the question is, you know, you get to host, and and do you enjoy that? that weekend of baseball absolutely that's fun i think it's a, one of the great weekends in greenville and and the fact that but you're willing to sacrifice that to avoid well, tennessee for sure if if that was the case that, that would be the case but tennessee in terms of i mean i mean you gotta i mean 49 <laughs> and 7 is stupid and yeah it make any sense i think i think two of those losses are non-conference so maybe they're like they've only lost five sec games and we all know how strong sec baseball is yeah. so. by the way you know who's third in the rpi right now a team that East Carolina beat this year, Maryland. Hmm, really? They I, are 44 and 10. What's Virginia Tech's RPI? Because they're number two in the country. They right are now. number four. How number, they? Yeah. So, I mean, like going to Blacksburg, so it's not, it's no walk in the park. So, to answer your question, I mean, who knows? What but, was that team we opened up against? I got Bryant. Screwed. Bryant. How was that old perennial thorn in the side Bryant? How did they end up their year? I'll have to Google that up. Yeah. I was curious. I was thinking about them the other day. Well, they have the 116th RPI. They are 27 and 25. Mm. So, but if they win their tournament, would yeah. the Pirates be able to f- match up with them in a regional? Oh, you want for redemption? Piece of I want a, I want redemption want against play. Bryant. Yeah, the big dog has chimed in. Said it's the first time since 2017 that uh, no one from the state of North Carolina would host a regional. If wow. that would be the case mm. when they're announced on Monday, that was ECU's year where they were highly ranked coming out and didn't make the tournament. Right? Seventeen? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe close enough. All right, so uh, right now, East Carolina with the lead on South Florida. There's a web gem for the, the Bulls. The key is the Pirates to win this game so they have Wednesday off. Yep. I mean, you, yeah. you, you, you can't start where you're starting to play back-to-back days on day one. That, you're right, that, John. That, that's a conference tournament killer. Everybody loves a day off. Yes, but especially when they're on Friday and Mondays. Yeah. What do you think about one hour on the beach on a day off, Troy? Is that too little for the players? Way too, way too little, but I understand You know, the sun does drain you. Yeah. And I do understand Cliff's reasoning behind that. I mean, for real, I know it sounds silly, but down, especially in Florida, if you lay out in the sun all day, you're it, like it takes a toll. So it's more of a don't have too much. It's more of a don't get drained I, by the sun than a, hey, guys, you can't have too much fun. I, well, I think it's probably a little bit of each. It's a business trip they're on, first of all. Um, and you know how Cliff runs it like a you know military operation. But well, I know the, the, I, the strategy of having a 7.30 team dinner last night and then watch the Tom Brady. I mean, that was obvious, so there's there was no free time. There's no a lot of, not there, a lot of downtime. Basically, it was bedtime yeah. because yeah. they had to get to the ballpark to play this game today. So. And if they are to win today, which they're up three right now, get Wednesday off, win Thursday, they would get Friday off. Now, you keep winning, Perfect. you get these days off. Yes. So they're off on a Friday. Troy. I love it. Yes, match up with my schedule. On a holiday weekend. <laughs> on a holiday weekend. What, you know what? They, what a dream scenario. They could FaceTime Troy D when he's like yeah. at the gas station in Bojangles. And guess what? They're not playing Monday. They get a Monday off. Yeah. They get Monday off. <laughs> I mean, go. are you sure you're not on the team? <laughs> I feel like I'm making the schedule for them. Does that shirt have a 23 on the back? Uh, Cincinnati beat Tulane earlier today, so the winner will face uh, Cincinnati tomorrow. The Pirates were trailing, and they showed the bracket, and I saw Tulane. Of course, that was ECU's only series loss of the season. Mm. So I was thinking, man, if they lose this and play Tulane again, this is going to be a really quick trip. You go on too. Yeah. Uh, but depending on which way it goes, could be a long trip uh, on into Sunday. Uh, could be a short one into Wednesday. But you know, teams. if it's a short one, they get Friday and Monday off. Clip Rock. That is correct. Uh, it also seems like they do better when My they two lose. Two favorite early. days to take off. Friday, Monday? Yeah. Monday, Friday? I, I would love, if I could only take two days off a week, it would be those two days. 
I'm with you there. We'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Let management pat know that, please. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on the docket? Great chat with Mike Schwartz yesterday. Man, I really did. enjoyed it. You know, I've talked with him a couple times before. This is the first time we had him live in studio. Um, I, I, you know, I just like his enthusiasm. I like, yeah. and I did like where his mentality is and the way he's going about conducting business and what they're trying to do proof will be in the pudding as always you know hey how will the team look what will the win loss record be i mean ultimately those are the things that he'll be judged on but i gotta tell you preseason early on you know he's winning the interviews and no doubt he is and somebody asked you know what do you think of shorts i said high energy awesome to talk to certainly has a plan certainly has a vision but it's ecu basketball it's cursed forever so yeah i know but i i told him i said you can't let the past affect the future. You know, it's like you and if you decide to invest in the stock market right now, you I can't guess. worry about anything that's. But happened you've before. been on he's in got, this room made a statement that he's, he's I'm saying he can, bad forever. He can't let that affect him. I agree. It's his job to do something. I'm not going to say it. that to him that he can't win because right. CCU. I'm not saying it's jinxed. I'm just saying we have struggled over the last thirty years or more in basketball. And I'm not saying it's jinxed. I'm saying it's cursed. <laughs> ECU basketball is cursed. Now, what's the difference between a jinx and a curse? Hmm. Curse is, I don't know, some uh, some entity, some power put a voodoo on you. Uh-huh. And then what is cursed? That is cursed. Jinxed oh. is... <laughs> Bad luck? Yeah, I don't know. It's not good. They're very similar. Either way, They're the same good. family. Yeah. Yeah. I is think it... I can jinx you, but I don't think I can curse you. I'm like, tr- you know, I can't, I can't do the curse. Yeah. But like, Troy, that... Uh, you're in great shape. You're probably you're gonna be in great shape the rest of your life. Now I might have just jinxed you. Oh, I see. Now what you're about to get fat. Right, right. Yeah, I do. I happen to jinx people all the time. <laughs> but if you especially took a, on Twitter, if you did a selfie with Troy and put it on Twitter right now and said, "Meet my skinny friend Troy," would that be like the, the that cr- could be mad, a potential the, jinx? The Madden curse that would that wouldn't be like a curse. No, <laughs> that'd be, that'd the that'd Madden be a jinx. curse. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Madden that, could curse people, not jinx, jinx people. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, have you been jinxed or cursed in your life? Let us know. What do you prefer, jinx or curse? Well, how do you, <laughs> break, you So how do you break the jinx or curse? You know, I mean, a lot of times yeah. you don't like believe if in it's, them. You, you've got That's like step one, probably. I have friends that think there's something bad that they built Minji's. Like, is it some type the of Indian, Indian barrel. barrel ground? Yeah. Like, there's is there something bad? Do you need to bring in a shaman or something to do some type of release? New arena, or, new location, possible. Yeah, you know, I, I, and I'm you know just spitballing ideas out here yeah like, i mean we could try I, your way and bring in somebody to get the the demons out right like you 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 they used to do those uh what is that movie the exorcist mm-hmm. like does Minji's need an exorcism i i just think we need about 10 million dollars to buy five players <laughs> and then i think that would reverse the curse well, and in the this day and age i forgot the answer to every question is money <laughs> yeah well i think that would help and you could do that if someone was willing to pony up i know he said they're not doing it right now doesn't mean they won't do it in the future yeah, but they just need the funds to do it. Could you go out and buy? Could you go out and do what um, Deion Sanders is doing for Jackson State, or what Lincoln Riley's doing for USC football? But I mean, I think Jackson State's a better example because they're a smaller football program. They don't have a lot of history. Well, you know, but he's doing big things, and he's getting. He got one of the top recruit in the country to come there. He got the top recruit. So yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, things are happening because money makes things happen. Clip. Yeah. So why why couldn't they do that here in basketball? Let's say forget the past, run this thing like blue chips through the NIL. You can do that legally now. Yeah, that would certainly I mean, help. That, that would be different than what has been done in the past. We need to do something different. That would certainly be different. Yeah. We, we have never bought players and failed. Is that safe to say? 
I don't true. know if that's safe to say. If we, we probably for bought players, a few players, we bought some players. Probably if, so. And and this is the, the, our ROI is terrible for paying for players. Oh, d- no doubt. But I mean, it happens everywhere. It's just a matter of our buying a guy might be five bucks, whereas North Carolina's could be five thousand bucks. You know, I mean, it's probably a different in the dollar amount. Right. So, anyway. There's our EC, our Bud Light EC report. <laughs> yeah. Curses, jinxes, and buying players. <laughs> yes, college hey, athletics. This is where we are. <laughs> this is all legit conversations. I feel like we're like the '80s SMU team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's our Eric Dickerson? But the, that's the problem with this. The stuff that used to get you the death penalty has been embraced now. Yeah, it's legal. You just do it under NIL agreements, and uh, it's at, instead of just hand out cash straight under the table now you just do it legally i think the jimbo uh saving thing happened after we talked to you last week yeah, yeah, yeah. do you have any uh, i think it was awesome <laughs> I, love I think it. it's awesome the only thing that i hated is that no one uh, got mike leach and lane kiffin involved in interviews before they they, they squelched them like yeah i would have loved to hear their take on oh it. lane yeah. was gonna I be know, on I heard dp talk, yeah and uh and they put it well, next but could you imagine what mike leach would have chimed it, in with too as well it does set up for a very interesting sec media days yeah, which so is it, like in June. I want correct. To say. They do theirs early, so that's going to be something to pay attention to. And this I don't year think they're zooming, are they? No, I, they I believe this, all is, be this is all. They're in uh, what's that town in Alabama? They all go Hoover. to Hoover. Yeah, they they go to Hoover, Alabama, and have it. And I think this will be one. They did it there last year. This will be one to watch. Yeah, and and they'll probably be buddy, but I don't know. Jimbo's Jimbo's pretty adamant. He's acting like it's over. I don't know. They'll the funniest dude today. was the the Joey dude on Twitter that did the Jimbo. Did you see that? Yeah, Where yeah. He did, went the back the phone and call. Yeah, and it ended with somebody. Uh, uh, Bobby, uh, the guy from Brian Kelly. Can we all be a family? Yeah, but, he, but Nick, but he had the best line in Nick Saban when he was Nick Saban. He was like, Brian Kelly's way out of the headlines on all this stuff. Absolutely, right now. he's got to jump back in somehow. Absolutely, but he had Nick Saban saying, "It's okay, Jimbo, you'll go eight and four and go to the Outback Bowl." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that actually was pretty good. Yeah. All right, LRB, you got to run. Got to bounce. See you September 1st, the Breakfast Club. Exciting stuff, the Pirate Radio football kickoff party. 100 days away. Troy D, you out? If you need me to, I can stick around for one more segment. All right, we'll he's, do that. He's I'll, not leaving until Friday. I'll, he's going <laughs> to put the work I'm in. staying. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> no overtime. We ain't going anywhere. All right, uh, back with Troy D. We'll talk more Pirate Baseball. We'll look around, see what's going on. The Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. And I have more for you. Hour 1 Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Brock. All right, Ben Terwilliger in for the Pirates in the top of the eighth inning. South Florida has a runner on, one out, and the Pirates with a 7-4 to four lead thanks to 
first of all, Bryson Worrell gunning a runner down at the plate to end the top of the sixth inning, and then the bottom of the sixth, Bryson hits a grand salami to give East Carolina a 7-4 lead. It's game one for them in the AAC tournament, Troy D, and uh, Pirates looking good here trying to close this one out. Yeah, it'd be nice to uh, start with a win and then uh, finish with a win hopefully with the championship that'll be on uh sunday as again this thing could go uh pretty long if you are winning and pirates certainly have the arms we talked to a former ecu pitcher tyler smith to wrap up yesterday's pirate radio live and he said that no other team in this tournament has the depth that east carolina has pitching wise and when you get into saturday and sunday and you're running on fumes mm-hmm. pirates are certainly going to have the advantage there and if you can get a day off too in between that is just Stay in the winner's bracket is just key. Yeah, you win again. You win two in a row. You get two days off, which is huge. It's then you're really tough to beat at that point. I mentioned uh, East Carolina lost a receiver yesterday. Ray Rose entered the transfer portal as he will be joining his third college team eventually if he's picked up out of the portal. What? One door closes, another door opens, my friends. A revolving door. We saw it on social media over the weekend. Yeah, we should say this is being not reported by us. This is being reported by the player correct who uh, i reached out to the player for confirmation and have not been able to confirm through this source are, are we eventually going to say his name yeah <laughs> okay yeah. you say the player the, source yeah instagram well, well we should social say, media so uh cj johnson yes put out a i believe it was a was it instagram was or it twitter? Graham? what was it guys it was uh, one it was either instagram or twitter instagram and i also saw it on my snapchat Sorry. all right wow all right uh so instagram first in a players meet it looked like he was in the room with the players and it said something like i'm back or we're back glad to be back glad he, to be he said, something about back. he said uh there's no better feeling than being back in this room there it is. right now that doesn't mean i don't that he is on the the team <laughs> because i haven't gotten confirmation from anyone on that could have snuck but, in but as coach houston said he was here he's not he wasn't off the t- he's still technically on the team but he was been suspended indefinitely yeah now if that suspension has been lifted we have not let me just say this we have not heard it officially yet. no now that doesn't mean it hasn't been and cj hasn't responded officially back yet either but hey look that's great news if that's where it's going and that's what's happening yeah no doubt and we we don't know how this whole process has gone we've talked to coach houston about it and he's been pretty consistent saying cj knows what he needs to do and we hope he's back yeah and maybe this is the next step in a coming back okay we're gonna let you in the team meeting now we're gonna you know i'll say personally just from talking to people i thought there was a better chance of him not returning than returning at some point during this thing yeah and now it certainly appears if he's not back he will eventually be back yeah uh and that is huge for this east carolina offense well and i told you before when this happened clip it would go one or two ways and and maybe the the script is still being written but this will either get him straight and realize okay i need to you know focus on these things if i'm going to take this serious and reach my potential this is my opportunity to do it and get on the right track or this will put you in a spiral and you'll never recover from it it's one of those you know this is a crossroads in his life and i hope it's for the better i really do i hope this is a learning opportunity for him everybody makes mistakes everybody deserves a second chance as far as i'm concerned if you, you know he didn't kill anybody um you know he made some silly mistakes but hopefully he can grow from this mature from it and be a better person and a better player as a result 
and east carolina has insurance if he did not go that that correct way you were talking about troy because they have brought in some talent at the receiver position they had to to fill in for tyler sneeds leaving yep. uh kind of still trying to make up for blake pro leaving a year early the previous year True. trying to stack that room yeah so uh the, the Pirates have done their job on that aspect. If you get CJ back, it's it's icing on the cake. And all of a sudden, a room that we were talking about kind of depleted, Troy, could be a strength. Who knows, once these new guys are here and uh, and CJ returns. Yeah, strong fan base by East Carolina. It showed some of the uh, Pirate faithful there. The, the Wags? Yeah. <laughs> they, the Wives wags, wives they, and Girlfriends? Yes, that, they, were, they had almost took up a full section, it looked like. Did you uh, – this is like way off topic here, but I just Malcolm. said Wag – Huh? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I heard Malcolm talk about him the other day, too, with Brian Bailey. Oh, no. What'd he say? That he gets to know them. The Wags? Yeah. Oh, good. Good for Malcolm. Yeah. Um, so there it is. Gosh, help me out. CJ, is it two soccer players' wives going at it? It's the guy from uh, Leicester City. Come on. Help me. Help me. Anyways, Troy D. It's, oh, it's um, and the guy from Man U. The popular player from England. No. Oh, uh, David Beckham? No. uh, Wayne Rooney and... Ronaldo? And Jamie Vardy, their wives. Apparently, there was a spat. Anyway, they're calling it... They're like in a court case over there in England about some uh, libel stuff being said. Are they teammates? They were teammates on the uh, international team for England. And they're calling it the the Wagatha Christie trial. (laughs) So what the the wives have gotten into a cat fight kind of deal? It's uh, a verbal yeah, cat a fight. battle, a verbal cat fight, battle of words. Huh. But I just saw Wagatha Christie as the name. <laughs> so Agatha Christie was an all like a a writer, right? It was yes, like Agatha mystery. Christie. Yeah, mystery writer. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So they're calling it the Wagatha to see if the because it involved like Facebook posts and stuff too. So the Wagatha Christie trial is going on for those interested. Oh God, I went a long way for that for nothing. But anyway. Wow. Did you see a story about the cyclist out of Austin, Texas? Yes. That like the two really good looking girls and that one was murdered? Yes. And now the girl the other girl's on the run? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking for her and she has disappeared. On the land. They brought her in for questioning, didn't really want to answer any of the questions. They didn't have enough evidence at the time. These are all like professional cyclists. Yeah. And there was a um what you, what's the new word for um threesomes nowadays? So there's a there's a trendier word for that. Thruple. That's it. There was a thru- <laughs> what yeah, thank, the thank hell is going on on this show <laughs> right now? Thank you, Shirley. There was a thruple. What? I love how Shirley comes in and says, a thruple. Yeah, no, that's exactly what so, I'm saying. Th- no, thruple. Listen, like, my work thruple. life knows what I'm talking about here. Fuck <laughs> off of Shirley. What kind of parties do you and your work life go to? You don't no. have hey, to. No. I want to go. <laughs> There's a sh- there's a television show that actually deals with yes. that subject matter, and it's called You, Me, and Her. Yeah. No, and in, in this case, situation, that's the only reason I knew the, the dude, word. The dude was dating someone. They broke up. He started dating someone else, and then he went back to the original girl. I think the girl he was in between with ended up not liking that and allegedly killed the girlfriend. And is on the run. And is on the run. So, Troy, this is out of Austin, Shirley, Texas. That's, that's a couple. Chandler said he wanted to go to the party. Can he be part of your thruple? Well, it wouldn't be my first choice, but <laughs> let's see if we can't get a better prospect before, between now and then. i got 100 days. I always <laughs> wanted to be a part of a thruple. A BBB? It's thruple. 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 It rhymes yes. with couple. Thruple. Thruple. Not thruple. Thruple. Yeah. I always wanted to be a part of a thruple. All right. A what? A thruple. He still can't say it. 
No, I said I said that I he can't mispronounced say that on purpose. He can't time. say it and he can't do it. <laughs> yeah. And you can't say it, you can't do it, son. Damn. You gotta say it to yeah. do it. Right now we'd just be happy if he was on a as a couple. <laughs> Troy, a uh, little known fact. I'm a huge like true crime fan. I know, I've, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I've been wa- over the weekend. I watched some of these. I got hooked on a couple shows on HLN. They run a lot of that stuff over the weekend back to back. Oh, they run like old the, forensic files. Yes, that, right? I got yeah. hooked on forensic files. That guy's boy, the deep oh, voice guy. God, it gets me every time. Those are creepy for some. The reason. way he narrates it just yeah. hooks me in. Yeah. Well, how how what's the longest you've watched a forensic files like marathon? <laughs> I've, I've gone like three back to back before, but then I got to pull away. I'm like, all right, I can't. I've, oh, I've already. I got you all they're, beat. Thir- they're thirty minutes usually yeah. in length. Sometimes an hour. I, I, I think they're thirty minute shows. No, yeah. or are they an hour? Surely. No, they're thirty minute. Okay, they're thirty minute ones. So I've I've probably gone three back to back and then realized I got to get on with my life. Mm. Okay, this, I had a weird dream. I went twelve hours. Wow, Shirley! Damn, Shirley! Well, the reason why is forensic file wormhole you entered. Well, no, the reason why is because I uh, HLN is basically they simulcast their television feed on Sirius XM. I was driving home from Alabama, and I was listening to it. So that yes, so literally twelve hours, I'll be listening to forensic files. Makes the time go by quickly. Oh, it is because you get sucked into the story, and you're like, okay, what happened next? What happened next? Shirley's got to stop at the gas station to go to the bathroom. She can't get out of the car because she don't want to miss what's going to happen. Did he kill her or not? No, I wait till commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Do I know you or what? I'm loaded up with true crime podcasts. All right, so what what have you been listening to, Cliff? Well, I, I listened to the Dateline podcast. Okay. Uh, there's a ton of crime podcasts. Yeah. But I had a dream the other night. So in our Monday... God, I had a weird dream the other night, too. In our Monday meeting, Ellie was talking about the podcast room back there. Yeah. I had a dream. I don't know if I'm going to bring this into reality, but I, I had a dream where I was talking to, I think, Big Dog, but you and Ellerby might have been around, where I was like, I want to do a, a podcast. It's called All... <laughs> it was called Off the Field, because it's not about sports. But it's where I talk about other things I'm interested in with people, and true crime was going to be one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And talk about true crime documentaries. It might have been because sometimes I fall asleep listening to it. Yeah, like in my it's ear. the last thing you've thought of. So I think I had to, and I don't know. I don't know if I have enough interest or knowledge to do that. But I did have a dream that I was going to come out with a true crime podcast here. On I had Radio. a dream so vivid, wild. And disturbing that like i thought it was re- i woke up out of it like one of those <gasps> yeah like did it just happen it you was want to talk about it or uh I'll, I'll share it was weird man i was so i'm a passenger in a vehicle and i'm riding with i don't even know who was driving mm-hmm. and i don't have my seatbelt on and then all of a sudden they start driving crazy like and i go to put my seatbelt on and they prevent me from being able to put my seatbelt on it's like they're trying to get in an accident and like trying to kill me or something, you know? Like, okay, I'm yeah, gonna wreck this car, creepy. and then we go off the, like the road, and then I grab the steering wheel because we're getting ready to hit a tree. So I turn it, and I get I, we like so it, it doesn't hit the tree, but we're going off on the edge of the road, and like I slam on the brake, like I'm in the passenger side, slam on the brake. He's trying to drive all erratic, and like it looks and like we're getting ready to crash, and as we crash, I wake up. Hmm. it's a weird dream what does that mean i don't know but that's that's scary that's scary so now i've been driving real carefully lately (laughs) (laughs) going five under the speed limit and you won't ride with anyone else no i know (laughs) it's really weird but i don't know who the driver was yeah but 
it was very bizarre, but it was so vivid. It was like one of those things, God, did that just happen? See, if this was a movie, you would then be in a car with somebody in real life, and you'd think back oh. to that dream and look over and realize <laughs> that was the person in the dream. I woke up like short of breath. That's that's creepy right there. Yeah. I don't know. It was just weird. Some, every once in a while, I have a, like a crazy weird dream like yeah, that. I still, yeah, I do every now and then. All right, let's uh, take a break on that. Maybe now. it was my fear of bridges we had been oh, talking yeah, about. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. And I'd just been over a bridge going to the beach. Which, by the way, we so we came back the following week. We couldn't remember what it's, you were afraid of. Yeah. And Chandler ran into a guy that he I don't know if he told you. He told me this. I don't oh, know if yeah. he told you. I was on the way to the, the jungle, the, right? In the jungle, I was on the way to get a beer, and a guy stops me. And uh, I guess he listens to Pi Radio. Like, and, out of uh, nowhere. Didn't say anything he started he said, with. He said, Troy couldn't remember what he was afraid of. He said, it was Bridges. <laughs> I said, that's our, exactly what it was. Our listeners are better listeners than we are. That's yeah. right. And, and I retain like, better than we do. I do this show, and I couldn't remember that at the time. <laughs> it's your fear. But there was another fear. Uh, there was a backup fear from that. Remember, I right, came up with yeah. something else. I forget yeah, what it was. Yeah. But uh, thank you to those out there who remember. Oh, what drowning! We say. But drowning's kind of related into. Oh, that's kind of the bridge. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're trapped in your car. That is, and you can't get out. Yeah, like let's say you survive the bridge crash, but then you're in the water. Water's coming in your car. You're alive and well. You're not hurt at all, but you can't get out of the car, and then you drown. That would be terrible. Yeah, screw. Tough way to go. Every time I'm on a bridge, I think of that. On a brighter note, the Pirates are up seven to four. <laughs> Every time, Clip Rock. You know how stressful it is to go to the beach? <laughs> is there a way to get to the beach without going over the bridge? Get me off these bridges. Have you been to New Bern lately? Can you go the long way? That damn thing's big. All right. long. You uh, hanging out one more segment? We will talk actual sports in the next. I'm not leaving. <laughs> See how far he can go. All right. More to go. Pirate Live. Uh, uh, we're back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Interbanks Home Builders Association is presenting the Home and Garden Expo 2022 on Saturday, June 4th. And now's your chance to be a part of it. You can have a booth or you can be a sponsor of this new and improved exciting event to be held on Saturday. Saturday, June 4th at Menji's Coliseum. Indoor and outdoor exhibit space is available to ad- accommodate everyone. For more information or to sign up, please visit Interbanks Home Builders Association's website at ibxhba.org. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Uh, Troy, I just received word that uh, coming up on Wednesday show... <laughs> Uh, we used to do uh, during football seasons Wednesday with Wager McGee. Oh yeah, yeah. Wager McGee. Yes. How um, was a wager? I understand that coming up Wednesday at three o'clock. Don't say it. We're gonna unveil the true identity of Wager. Oh, McGee. is this, this going to be his last appearance? It's either it's. I don't think he's going to be a regular, but it could be the first of his appearances where he reveals his identity. Wow. So that's uh, that's big news. What will is, this, is it still secret? As of right now, it is. Okay, All but right. uh, he said well, the he worst is. Kept secrets. 
he is prepared <laughs> yeah well some people don't know yeah. uh he said he's uh in town and does not have his hoodie with him oh boy so all right well let's let it ride we'll talk some college football opening he's still lines. wager mcgee nhl nba yeah it'll be wager mcgee with a face right okay he won't be back to the screen uh no uh apparently he's ready to show it all speaking of guest alerts i haven't even alerted you guys to this yet on our um on our group text uh program alert guest alert thursday at five o'clock i'll be here with you clip yes bringing a uh a guest with me okay holt nailers qb1 heard of him uh, he is having his first ever Holton Aylers football camp for the kids. That he is. So we'll get uh, Holton on. We're going to talk about that. It's only 50 bucks. going to be a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff they have planned. I know uh, Holton was telling me all about it. Even got like Chick-fil-A lunch for everybody. All right. So Hey, you want another guest alert? I haven't even told you about this. Yeah, I love guest alerts. Coming up Thursday. Absolutely. Do you remember the name Troy Jerry McManus, former ECU yeah, assistant sure. coach? I need Jerry. His son is Ryan McManus. Who last year was an offensive analyst for East Carolina? I I don't know if I don't think I've met his son, and uh, I believe he has a new title for the 2022 season. But he's part of the football program. He'll join us in studio coming up on Thursday. Great guest. So uh, we'll what, talk what about, time? Uh, he is planned to join us in hour number one. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll talk a lot of football because that'll be 100 days away, Troy D, from kickoff of ECU NC State. So we'll talk to Ryan McManus hour one who's part of the uh, staff, will talk to the starting quarterback in our three. Perfect. It will then be 98 days away from our ECU, from our uh, Pirate Radio football kickoff party. Human calculator over here. Well yeah. done. You know me. I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> numbers guy. Uh, all right, coming up, uh, let's look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Coming up uh, later tonight, you've got Hurricanes Hockey. It'll be game four. Troy, I don't know how close you've been following this. It's easy to say this, though. The Canes have not lost at home. They have not won on the road all playoffs. They're on the road tonight. Yeah. What do you think happens? Mm, lose. Okay. Uh, why, why buck the trend? Speaking of the buck, by the way, some great new apparel they just got in. Some comfort color, purple comfort color buck tees are available now. Buck tees. Yeah. Huh? So it's got the buck logo on it, like the skull logo with the buck. And then on the back, it's got the slogan get bucked up get bucked up yeah all right very cool shirts made exclusively here in greenville from university sportswear awesome stuff canes rangers game four tonight we'll break that one down more in hour number two also flames oilers game four the oilers lead that series two to one are you into uh have you caught hockey fever yet canes fever yeah you do i'm watching all the games okay uh and i'll be checking it out tonight game i went sunday to watch it and i missed it it was too late too late i I hate the afternoon games yes i've thought it was going to be later in the evening when i went to flip over it was the second game yeah do not like the weekend afternoon games yeah i'm gonna do there all right um tonight also game four the warriors going for the sweep over the mavericks wag alert wags are in action they are getting a lot of airtime. Well, there's only like seven fans there, so they keep showing them. And they are the best-looking fans in the stands. I, did I keep thinking you're talking about Jonathan Wagner. No, we're talking about of wives, the We're talking about wives and girlfriends of the ECU baseball team. I saw another— Mostly girlfriends, I would say. I saw another wag earlier. 
Now it sounds like an insult when I say it that way, but uh, Melissa Bailey was shown in the stands. Oh, is she down there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Bailey likes to I think run. Bailey takes the whole crew well, down there. Well, it's a free vacation for him. You know how tight Bailey is. <laughs> he's on a paid deal. Hopefully, he's in. not having like army hey, crawl. Uh, come, come on down to the beach. I got a room you can stay in. And you can paint this one purple, Troy. Did. There it is. Pirates we started the show with a grand slam, and we end this hour with a victory clip rock. Woohoo. Big time. Big, Big time. time. Pirates win 7 to 4. Over the South Florida Bulls. Two things Troy D. loves. A pirate win and a day off. And East Carolina's going to get that tomorrow. Yes. That is three come yes. from behind victories yes. for ECU this yes. past week. That is true. Pirates playing from behind. On Tuesday, on Thursday, and then today. Look at that smile from Agnos. A million what, dollar smile. What a handsome young man. Great outing by him on the mound, by the way. You sound like Brent Musburger. <laughs> what a handsome. Look, Usually he's talking about your looking lie. Put your daughters away. Florida. Zach Agnos is available in Florida. To be a wag to that age with Agnos out there. My goodness. Look and at that, the wag. And that Bryson Worrell, what a hunk. Hopefully somebody throws Gatorade on him so he'll take his shirt off. Oh, my off. goodness. If only he had a tan. <laughs> Oh, he had a massive farmer's. Oh, table. I know. It was epic. He said yesterday tent. he was working on it. <laughs> well, he gets an I mean, hour. In his defense, he doesn't have a lot of time to, you know, not have a farmer's stand. Yeah, unless he's doing it uh, in a bed or something. You got to wear that uniform on the field yeah, or a spray tan. Yeah, he could do it that way. Maybe he should. If he, you know anything it, about that? Uh, I've I've dabbled in that before. Haven't done it in a while. Clip. Yeah. All right. I'm all natural right now, in case you're wondering. I did have someone accuse me of spray tanning. I said, no. This nah, is just I've, me. I've seen the beach pics. This is me being outside in the sun. Um, but I, I have known people, a lot of people to do it. And I uh, I understand how it you. works. Cliff yeah. Godwin giving high fives. He's fired up. Jake Cooch tan. Cliff, Cliff is really tan this time of year. He is. He is in uh, Green County Farmer summer mode. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. He is tan. <laughs> Looks like he's been working the crops out there. Man, uh, Jake Cooch running around. Good to see that because we could see him pitch, Troy, uh, yeah. for the first time in a long time this week. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, pull the audio up of this. They're uh, interviewing our guy, but I guess we can't. I don't have the I remote. Can't. You can? I can. Yeah, pull it up. Let's, let's listen to it real quick. Hey, Courtesy um, yeah, of uh, ESPN+. Um, Plus. They had momentum there going into the top this of the season. This hit that grand slam. Uh, but, yeah, made that play. We, um, we've got to give credit to our hitting there. Um, all but two outs. Got a base hit the middle, two heavy hits, and a walk, and then got a good swing on the ball. Grand slam, what did you see there on that pitch? Um, he gave me a fastball up and in. I knew he was throwing hard, so I had to get to the heater there, and uh, I got to that one. It was really for your pitching and defense. It was pitching by committee, five different guys there on the mound. What impressed you most about what they showed out there today? I mean, that's how we play. Um, we get the ball to the next guy, and they're going to go out there and do their job. So, um, yeah, it's pretty expected to go out there. We play great defense, and we got the job done. Coach, uh, when the weather heats up, so does Bryson. How do you explain that? <laughs> I really don't know how to explain it, honestly. I guess I like playing in clear water. Thank you so much, Bryson. No, appreciate you. it. Morgan Uber with Bryson World. Thank you, Morgan, Morgan Uber. Morgan Uber. Morgan Uber. Man, I wish we had the audio of this, oh, Troy this D. This is uh, Coach O uh, out and about. <laughs> yeah, can we hear it? Maybe we can hear it right here. Well, no, that's, that's on the uh, – that's on. No, I'm talking about right here in our what studio. Oh. Here, turn that down, Charlie. We got uh, Coach O with Agnos here. Uh, Agnos, you had a great outing out in the field and also on, on the mound to talk a little bit, talk a little bit in terms of – uh, Why are you doing you? Mark Lindsay? Hey, he's doing great. Don't interrupt him. <laughs> Why are you doing Lindsay? No, no, that's perfect. Lindsay as Coach O. I love this. And you know what? In so doing. And, and Agnes, <laughs> before you leave, I don't want to tell you this. You're a pirate. 
<laughs> Thank it, you, Coach Ed. In can, so doing, you have now won. You know what that is? This catchphrase, I think. In, in so, so doing. doing. In so doing. In so doing. The what Pirates. A good ooting. 15 in a row. Back um, to you. Can you do a Zach Agnos? Uh, nah. He's a little tougher. And yeah, maybe it's that tough. weather, Troy. You're talking about Cliff's tan and everybody. Coach yeah. Ola pretty good out I'm there. I'm telling you, man. You get out in the sun. It's 80 degrees. People are in a better mood. You play better. You look better. It's the key. The doc's ready for an hour on the beach tomorrow. That's why everybody moves to Florida. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Nobody likes the winner except Jeff Charles. <laughs> All right, Troy. That's true. true. That is true. Wait, Dev, Shirley, Jeff is the only person to reverse the way you retire. He goes. How cold the- was it where Jeff is earlier this week? Uh, when I talked to him yesterday morning before we recorded, it, he said the night before it was a, as he put it, a balmy 32 degrees. Yeah. 32 a balmy 32 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Could it snow he up said, here? He said, Shirley, the next time you talk to Silas Seymour, <laughs> ask him about that July 4th uh, that he came up here and went to the fireworks display and he froze to death. <laughs> I tell you, Jeff, like, that was noted. a tough celebration. I tell you what. And listen, I got right beside the fireworks. It was so cold, <laughs> I was hoping it would catch me on fire. <laughs> he, he said, he said, I could tell you exactly what the degrees were because we I remember seeing the bank sign as we were walking back to the car. And uh, he said it was 50 degrees, but there was a, a very stiff breeze coming off the lakes. Mm. And it was quite cold. And Cy was not appropriately dressed, apparently. He froze to death, as he put it. Uh, Troy D, fun hour. I don't know when Craig said this in Facebook Live, but he said, if this is your first time listening to Pirate Radio... You're either thoroughly confused or thoroughly entertained or yeah. both. You're either hooked or you'll never tune in again. That might have been the dream portion. I'm not sure. But yeah. either way. I'm that sure, was yeah. probably the dream. Either that yeah. or it was the thruple conversation. Ah, yeah. Probably well, This was thruple. part of a clip Brock off air. Or what did you say? Uh, off the field. Off the no, field. No sports. This, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this was kind of our uh, dress clip rehearsal for we that just podcast. Did the podcast. Yeah, we no, just, no, no, no. It's this, Clip Rock No Cap. <laughs> when I do the Thruple episode, I'm this, bringing in my experts. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And uh, this was kind of like a dress rehearsal for that. All right. You know, I think it I went like pretty it. well. Yeah, we'll I like see. it. I'll join you on that. We need a sponsor. That'd be fun. All right. Uh, fun hour, Troy. Yeah, enjoyed it. See you Thursday with Holt Naylor absolutely. in the 5 o'clock hour. Definitely. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. A lot more to go. Hour two pirate radio live pirates are winners today in clearwater florida over south florida they'll play again on thursday more to go pirate radio live after this listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by first bank together with our customers we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive visit the first bank location on arlington boulevard in greenville for all your personal and business banking needs now back to the show Welcome back. From sales to service, uh, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. Shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. 
Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you on the Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer here in the Pirate Radio studios. Um, what are you doing here? I got lonely in there, so I just wanted to feel appreciated, so here I am. All right. Yeah, you just kind of wandered in. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Are you just here like eye candy for the yeah, viewers? Very yeah, very awkwardly, too, because he did it so slow. Like, <laughs> You've done, like, you done a lot of wandering around today. But did I wind up here or not? <laughs> he did. All right. Eventually, you got here. Welcome. Thanks. Uh, let's see the head. So, what, did you join the Straight Edge Society? Just about. Got a little... Oh, it looks good. Around there's here. more uh, up top than I was anticipating. Yeah. Because there's so little on the side. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wanted to at least keep some kind of length on it. But All right. I like it. I just had to do something. Thank you, Chandler. A cool uh, summer cut. I got too hot last week, freaked out, and cut all mine off. Well, let's see yours. You want to see it? I want to see it. Take you it off. See this? See, Take it off. This is why I really came in here. Just a couple of haircut boys. Just a couple of haircut boys see? talking hair. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Mine's getting cut again, too. It's getting too long. Chandler, you get a cut? Uh, Not just a couple of weeks ago. So I'm not a part of the. Do you ask for the honey cut? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's what we do here. Cracking jokes. All right. CJ, uh, Celtics blowout last night. Good win. Um, Very important win because if we had gone down 3-1, I wouldn't have expected a comeback. Uh, Robert Williams being back was... I think through four games now we can see that Robert Williams is, at least for this series, the most important piece for the Celtics. When he's out there, Bam Adebayo is basically just not a factor in the games. What's going on with Marcus Smart? He's got a he's got an ankle sprain. Um, I think he'll be good. The fact that he was left questionable for this game and not like doubtful or just straight up out uh, was promising. So if not tomorrow, I could see him back. Uh, game six, but he'll be back before the end of the series. All right. Uh, there is your Celtics talk. Uh, as uh, coming up tonight, will the Warriors close out the Mavericks? No, I think uh, I'm going to give the Mavericks one. All I right. think they'll spot a game. Dallas uh, wins game four, sends it back to Golden State, where Golden State will take the series. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get some hockey talk in with our buddy Brooks Hill, uh, former Pirate Radio intern, resident Kaniac. He joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Canes Rangers game four coming up tonight. Brooks, how you doing, man? Uh, doing good, Clipper. How about you? Doing all right. Uh, I feel like we have similar conversations throughout these playoffs so far, and the song remains the same. Uh, Carolina has uh, been perfect at home. Carolina has been winless on the road. That trend continued on Sunday afternoon, Brooks. So let's talk about the latest. But that that was a, a bit different where, boy, the, the Canes were attacking the net, felt like they had opportunities to score some goals and, uh, and, and walk away with a win at Madison Square Garden on Sunday. But that did not happen. So uh, break that one down for us. What happened in game three of the series? Uh, yeah, well, they ran into a brick wall named Igor Shesterkin, and uh, I think everybody who maybe was not familiar with Igor Shesterkin, uh, who was watching the Hurricanes during the playoffs, uh, hint, hint, some people know who they are, uh, that guy is nominated to be the MVP of the league and also goalie of the year, so pretty good guy, only 21 years old, and uh, the Hurricanes are going to have to deal with him again, for the rest of the series. And that's what you need in the playoffs sometimes is you just need your goalie to uh, steal one for you. 
And uh, I think the Hurricanes outplayed the Rangers uh, at even strength. I won't say on the main advantage because they did not look good on the power play. But uh, five on five, they looked really good. I thought they looked dominant. Four checked good. And uh, unfortunately, they could only get a soft one past just Thurkin on the uh, Niederreiter backhand. Speaking of goaltending, Brooks, uh, Antti Rantz has been really good. Rantz has been good uh, this this playoff series. They've been without uh, their top keeper, Anderson. But so there's some news on that, right? What's going on with the Hurricanes uh, goalie situation? Yeah, so what I was told was Anderson did practice with the team yesterday. And, in fact, it was Ronta who was not at practice yesterday. So they had LaFontaine and Kochekov the other two goalies available at practice. Now, I don't think that there's any injury reason for Auntie Rontno missing practice yesterday, but I believe it was just more of a maintenance day. And it's like, hey, we have three other guys here. And uh, Anderson being, I guess, cleared to practice fully with the team was a really good sign. And they just gave Ronta the day off because he's been playing in all these playoff games. And, you know, to be fair, he hasn't been called on ever at this level to play this many consecutive playoff games and the playoffs can be a demanding schedule you got a game every other day traveling uh after every two days and uh, it gets taxing on a goaltender brooks hill resident caniac joining us to talk canes and rangers so brooks from your hockey watching experience uh, i mean it's great to have your your top goalie back your your i guess backup has been playing awesome throughout these playoffs is it advantageous to have Anderson back or is it a little scary putting a rusty goalie in if he is the one to play tonight or or whenever he does end up making his first appearance these playoffs for Carolina um I think you just got to think of it like a you know a free agent signing that you can just add on back into your roster and you know he hadn't played in the first round hadn't played since like the last two weeks of the regular season when he got hurt in Colorado so it was kind of, you know, it's an odd spot, but you want to be in a spot where you don't have to put him in right away, and luckily the Hurricanes don't have to be in that situation. You know, Ronta's played good. Expect nothing less for him to play again tonight. Um, where it will get a little tricky is if they do lose tonight, and depending on how the loss is, do you go with Anderson for Game 5 at home? Now, I think that can be a little different uh, scenario. You know, if we, you could have another day of practice, another morning skate. Anderson sees more pucks. Yeah. Uh, nothing like game speed, but I think it could be a little peculiar based on how tonight's result and depending on, uh, you know, how the result is, if it's one way or the other. Hurricanes win. I would say that Ronta starts game five. Hurricanes lose close. I'd still say Ronta game five with Anderson backing up. And if it's Hurricanes blowout loss, I would say Anderson probably starts game five. Brooks Hill joining us. Brooks seen a lot of Canes fans and I guess folks that, that follow hockey asking, you know, where is Andre Svechnikov these playoffs? And so I'll make a, a great move, get a nice shot on net, and, and that could have maybe triggered something, uh, a spurt from him. But uh, in your opinion, you watch every single game and, and know what you're talking about. Uh, has he been MIA in these playoffs? And uh, and is that something that, that needs to change if the Canes want to keep winning games? I don't think he's been MIA. I think he's gotten unlucky a couple of times. I think he's hit a post in every single game. 
uh, so far in the playoffs, and that can rattle your cage a little bit. If you're not seeing the puck go in uh, off the uh, off a good shot, you know sometimes you do everything a coach asks you to do, and your result is empty-handed, and that can be taxing. Still, you know, still a young guy, only 23, I believe. Um, let's see here, fourth league, fourth year in the league, fourth time in the playoffs. So I think he's also, but I think his other parts of his game have elevated. His physicality has stepped up to where maybe he's not putting as many goals in the net every night and contributing to the point column. Look at how many hits he has per game now. You know, he's averaging like seven and a half, eight hits per game. Doing different things, just not getting in that uh, the point column and certainly the scoring column for the Carolina Hurricanes. Brooks Hill joining us today on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Brooks, as we look at some other series, the uh, I guess the Colorado Avalanche kind of flexed their muscle after losing a game. They now take a 3-1 series lead with their win in St. Louis, won two games in St. Louis uh, these last two games. So uh, the Avalanche looking like, uh, I guess, what we thought they'd be, although you did say that could be a, a good series. And then Tampa sweeping Florida. How big of a surprise was that, Brooks? Uh, not that necessarily Tampa won it, but that they swept it 4 nothing. You know, I don't think anybody had that on their bingo sheet that Tampa would sweep Florida in the second round. Uh, you know, Florida went all in on the trade deadline, picking up some unrestricted free agents and moving a lot of people around. And uh, now Sherratt, Le, or not Lemieux, uh, Giroux, and um, one other person I forgot off the top of my head are all unrestricted. And I wouldn't see really any of them signing with Florida again next year. A lot of people think that Joe Thornton's going to retire. Um, and it's just a uh, really peculiar situation. I didn't think Florida would get swept. Who would have thought that one of the league's best power plays go all year long running the old-school 06 Hurricane power play, five forwards, no defensemen on the man-up unit, would go one for 31 in the playoffs. Uh, you know, a lot of people like to complain about the Hurricanes power play, but holy cow, Florida power play, one for 31? That's, uh, that's not ideal. Coming up tonight after Carolina, New York, it'll be Calgary and Edmonton. The Oilers leading that series two games to one, those first two games had all those uh those gore the goals scored brooks it was uh uh wild and then uh i guess a bit more traditional in game three with edmonton winning at home they'll try to take a commanding three to one series lead at home tonight what that stood out to you about that series oh just the physicality that's definitely been the most physical playoff series so far those two teams hate each other a lot of people hate certain players on certain sides the Oilers hate uh Kachuk and the Flames hate Evander Kane so they anytime that they get the opportunity after the whistle to scrum it up and they're just waiting for a referee to get in there and they're going to throw their punches and they're going to get their licks in and it's one thing I've taken note of this playoffs especially in the Florida series and in the Alberta series is the commentators will talk about oh that's accidentally on purpose However, they make it look like it's on accident, but they definitely like know what they're doing. You know, sticking out a foot or a knee, getting them into the board. You're committed to a hit, and so you follow through with it. And after the whistle, and it's like, oh, like, well, I was already committed to it. Oh, it was an accident. It was an accident. But yeah, you purposely wanted to hit the guy. Uh, so those are all just things that people got to take note of. Physicality will pick up as the playoffs goes on, and especially when teams get on the brink of elimination. 
Brooks Hill joining us, talking hockey here on Pirate Radio Live. Brooks, let's talk about game four tonight. Carolina trying to win uh, their first road game of these playoffs, and that will happen if, fill in the blank, Brooks, what does Carolina need to do tonight? Score a power play goal. <laughs> that is that is definitely one you can't have. You can't go over 2 in a third period, over 3 in a playoff game, and really expect to win. Uh, now, while the penalty kill is still in its fair share, uh, unfortunately, Zabinijad got one pass on a clean pass. I think uh, one thing I've always noticed about is that ever since you know Brendan Moore's been the coach and things like that, everybody gets swept up in the whole team, 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 team situation. And I finally said it to my parents watching Game Three: uh, "Is that you know I think they got too much team stuff going on in this power play. Everybody wants to share the ball, and nobody wants to take the shot." Uh, so someone's got to start being selfish, and they just get the puck and they're shooting. They're I, not thinking about passing. I'm glad you brought that up, Brooks, because I I thought about asking you this like the last two weeks, and I always forget and remember right when we hang up. Uh, you hear it in basketball where a, a team is unselfish, and and this is a great passing team, and they know where the other guy is without even looking. I mean, are is Carolina one of the top? Because again, I watch the Canes. I don't watch much else hockey. Are they considered one of the best passing teams in the NHL? Because they are really good. And at times, I've seen exactly what you're saying, almost too unselfish and and not going and making the play themselves. Are they? Is Carolina looked at across the league as one of the best passing teams? I would think so, but you also got to think about the kind of passes that they're making. They're not making the whole stretch seam pass all the way down the ice. I think there's definitely some teams that are still in the playoffs that are really good at throwing like those Hail Mary-style passes and they get connected on. I thought Boston was actually really good at the uh, like the two-line pass from blue line to blue line. I think the Hurricanes are good, you know, coming off the wall and the chip and charge kind of thing, and they're good at, like when they're in odd-man situations. But uh, you just got to pick your passes, I think. And then on the power play where it's hurt them is, I think they're just trying to look for that simple backdoor tap-in or something out in front with misdirection from the goalie where he can't keep up with it. And you always find them looking one more. And I think sometimes the people in front of the net don't think that they're going to get the ball or going to get the puck. And it's like, oh, okay, like, you know, Terravine's going to shoot it. Oh, no, the puck's coming towards me. And your stick's not on the ice. And then you end up getting it cleared out of your zone. And I will say they do have a hard time of bringing it into the zone on the man up for some reason. I haven't figured that one out yet, but. Best thing they can do is just get a whistle, face off, because they've been doing really good against the Rangers and face offs. And a lot of Ranger media has been publicizing about how the Rangers have to do better at the face off dot, because Carolina's winning sixty percent of the face offs. And when you win sixty percent of the percent of the face offs, that means you're starting with the puck sixty percent of the time, and that's good. That means the other team has to take it away from you, or you have to give it to the other team. So we get insight from Brooks Hill. Uh, Brooks, throw a dart at the wall. Who scores the first goal for the Hurricanes tonight? Uh, I'm going to throw this dart. I'm looking at it, and I think it's going to be uh, Nino Niederreiter again. All right. I think the boss stall in uh, Niederreiter line has been consistently the best line in the series. Brooks, enjoyed it as always, man. We'll uh, we'll check in with you. Uh, hopefully this uh, Canes playoff run continues on for a, uh, a few more weeks for a while now, and we can keep talking hockey with you. Thanks for joining us today, and hopefully we can get that first Canes road win tonight. 
Oh, yeah, hopefully. all You know, they always say the first one's the hardest. So if they can get <laughs> out of the way, then they're going to be really good back in Raleigh on Thursday. All right, Brooks, good stuff. Cheryl Crow said the first cut is the deepest. Uh, Brooks Hill joining us here on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday as Chandler shakes his head. We will take a timeout, come back, have more for you on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk some MLB, some O's with Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com. Adley Rushman's here for you O's fans. Is that all you have to be excited about? We'll talk about it with Mark Brown when we return after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live Tuesday. Bryce Williams joins us coming up in Hour 3. We'll have some fun with Bryce, talk some football, maybe play a little five-second game with Bryce. Uh, give away a prize as well as we'll open up the booty bag. Right now, we'll talk some O's baseball. We have O's baseball coming your way tonight on Pirate Radio as they take on the New York Yankees. O's knocked off the Yanks last night at Yankee Stadium. They'll try to do it again tonight. We'll talk about what's going on with the O's and look around Major League Baseball with Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com. Mark, welcome back to Pirate Radio. How you doing today? Clip, I'm doing pretty good. We uh, finally got Adley Rutschman uh, debuting, and uh, things are things are feeling pretty exciting in Birdland right now. I got to say, and uh, coming off a win in New York, which uh, that's that's par for the course this year, right? You guys had some success at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, the Orioles uh, they're four and seven against the Yankees so far this year. Of course, you know not a great record, but uh, considering they were one and eighteen against the Rays last year, uh, anytime they can take some games from one of these ALE's opponents. Uh, it feels pretty good. <laughs> Let's talk about the Adley Rushman uh, debut and his performance so far for Baltimore. Uh, first appearance in Major League Baseball that night, that first game, hits a triple. Uh, great crowd at Camden Yards. And that, that had to be fun, Mark, just to have something to rally behind, get get folks in the seats, and uh, at least for one night, and, and hopefully it continues, but uh, for one uh, night in particular, uh, get people excited about O's baseball. It was exciting. It was very strange because the Orioles only announced he was going to debut that night at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. And uh, Saturday uh, in Baltimore was the Preakness horse race. So, you know, that's like the big sporting event. So I, I, I remain puzzled by it. I don't understand why the Orioles didn't give people more warning and maybe even debut him on Friday night uh, instead of the Saturday, give people more time to go and be excited. Uh, as it was, I spent the morning like calling around and texting around to see if my dad could go, and I went to the game with my dad. So that was nice. Um, you know, um, it, it seemed like I think they said um, seventy five hundred people bought tickets between when they announced his debut and the start of the game. So you know, that's a nice boost to a crowd. Uh, not that they sell out all the time at Camden Yards anymore. So it's fun. I mean, it just it feels you know they they've got these ads they're running on. TV and just on t- putting on Twitter and stuff, and it's just a big picture of Ali Rutschman. It just says he's here, and that's like the seismic event that's worth just 
can sum it up in two words. He's here. So he's made it. And uh, I've seen he's caught. He's also been the uh, the DH. So what's the, the plan for him, Mark, uh, to use him as far? Are they going to try to get him in the lineup every day? It seems like they're going to primarily have him catch and then probably DH when he's not catching. So I don't really know why they had him DH yesterday. Um, you know, Sunday he did the DH after catching the Saturday night game for his debut uh, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it seems like his bat should certainly be good enough that they'll want to have him in the lineup. Uh, so far, he's only got two hits in his first three games. But, you know, I've been watching them all. They all feel like competitive at-bats. And uh, it feels like once he makes a small adjustment to seeing big league quality pitchers, uh, he's really going to start doing doing good things. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. And I saw the, uh, the there was a tweet, a video going around, and it was really cool. And it, it was headline you know rushman takes in takes it all in uh before his first game and he did i I haven't seen a guy really do this he literally kind of did a 360 spin around and looked at the crowd took a deep breath it was kind of neat to see uh because uh he you don't physically see a human take it all in uh and in that case that's exactly what he did it was pretty neat yeah, and I mean, he had a lot to take in. Uh, I've been to a few Orioles prospect debuts now, and I, the thing that one thing I remember from that is just sitting down like 30 minutes before first pitch. Uh, Rutschman walked out of the dugout to like walk out to the bullpen and start warming up the starting pitcher. And just like everybody in the crowd just knows, oh, Adley Rutschman, he came up to the dugout. <laughs> People were just like, gave him a standing ovation just for walking the dugout to walk towards the bullpen to help warm up the starting pitcher. So, you know, that that's that's the kind of excitement there there is uh you know, among Orioles fans just for just for something to latch onto. And of course having the number one prospect in all of major league baseball come up and make his debut is uh you know, something worth getting excited about. Of course they lost that game. Yeah. The only game they've lost out of the last five was the one Rutschman debuted, but you know, that's the way it is. And I guess is this a hopefully a sign for O's fan I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be just a blip on the radar, but Hopefully, Mark, it's a sign of this rebuild, you know, coming to fruition. You're starting to get some of those fruits uh, from the labor, and and one of those. And the biggest one is Adley Rushman. I I remember when the Braves were going through their rebuild, and we got to see Ozzy Albies uh, called up, and, of course, eventually Ronald Acuna, and you you start to say, okay, well, you know, they're going to have something here pretty soon. For the Orioles, it's Rushman, and and then what else? I mean, is there more coming down the pipe uh, for Baltimore? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It feels like the beginning, uh, and part of that is that there are several more prospects that are uh, currently at AAA Norfolk. They have uh, one of the best pitching prospects in baseball on most of the prospect lists. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez has been uh, building up his pitch count just because the team doesn't want to um, stress out his arm too much after having the 2020 lost minor league season and then just kind of steadily building back after that. Um, even though we're now two years removed from it. Uh, D.L. Hall is a hard-throwing left-handed pitcher. Uh, if he can get his walks under control, I think we'll probably see him in Baltimore by the end of the year. Um, there's a guy at Bowie who's still just 20 years old. His name is Gunnar Henderson, who's really uh, starting to vault his way up the prospect list. Uh, I believe MLB Pipeline made a new um, list just yesterday to update their top 100 for what's gone on for the first six weeks or so of the season. And he's up in the top 50 across the whole league now. So that, you know, that's another guy. I don't think we'll see him in Baltimore in uh, 2022 here, but 
you know, it's it's just uh, it's 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 again feeding the sense that maybe by the start of next season or early next season, we're really going to have a wave of exciting young talent that's arrived in Baltimore and is hopefully having some major league success. Let's talk about the big league level. Uh, I know your man Odor, who you've uh, had a few words about it. He's become the the walk off guy for Baltimore and uh, is coming up clutch for the O's. Who on the big league level is getting it done uh, right now? That has this team competitive again, eighteen and twenty five. Uh, Boston has caught them in the AL East, and now uh, Baltimore sits in last in that AL East. But I did I, I saw a tweet mark that said. Before the Orioles were bad and not fun. Right now, they're they're still bad, but they're fun to watch. So, who's uh, who's fun to watch for this Baltimore team right now? I really agree with that sentiment a lot. <laughs> uh, they they're still bad, but they're fun to watch. Uh, just before I answer that question, so like the Orioles, eighteen and twenty five. Obviously, it's not a great record, but considering we came into another season here where uh, you know every prognosticator projection whatever. Was like, oh, you know, the Orioles are this embarrassment. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the league uh, again. And so, sitting through 42 games or 43, excuse me, obviously that's only a small percentage of the season. But uh, I believe at last count, there's seven teams that have worse records than the Orioles. So they're not good, but they're better than I expected so far, and that has come along with some fun. Uh, Odor has even been trying to win me over a little bit lately. <laughs> uh, but I mean, as far as who is, um, fueling why they've been able to do better than expected, I think, um, probably you're talking the trio of hitters, uh, Trey Mancini, Austin, uh, Austin Hayes, Anthony Santander, uh, a little bit Cedric Mullins, although he's cooled off a bit and just, just a plethora of, uh, late inning high leverage relievers that have really, uh, exceeded expectations so far. Uh, Jorge Lopez converted from being a really bad starting pitcher who looks like he might actually be an interesting closer. Uh, you got guys like this, uh, 6'8 Felix Bautista has done very well. Um, Keegan Aiken, another failed starting pitcher converted to multi inning reliever, has got a 1.33 ERA over 27 innings of relief. Uh, CNL Perez, who we saw on Sunday afternoon, just getting super excited with, uh, Adley Rutschman as they were waiting through extra innings and, you know, keeping the extra runner from scoring. And the Orioles ended up winning and, uh, walking off that game because they, they, they didn't let the extra innings runner score. And then they eventually got the walk off. So, uh, it, it's been, it's been on, and offense has been the guys you would expect. And pitching so far has been better than expected, uh, because of, relievers you wouldn't have really expected to do well so if they can keep doing that um especially if the starting pitching continues to go deep enough into games that the bullpen is not getting regularly blasted um you know the Orioles will probably be able to continue along this um they're not good but they're fun and better than expected level O's will be in action tonight we'll have it right here on pirate radio as they take on the bombers once again the yankees of course, heavy favorites, but uh, they were last night as well, and the Orioles picked up the win on the road against the New York Yankees. Seven oh five coming up tonight, right here on Pirate Radio. As we uh, look around Major League Baseball, Mark, uh, I guess the the Astros um, have taken their spot at the top of the West uh, from the Angels. As 
uh that's kind of par for the course there the minnesota twins still holding on in the al central we're expecting the white Sox to to maybe go on a run they just uh haven't really done that so far in the uh 2022 season have played better of late but the twins uh, have won five in a row and uh they hold the top spot 26 wins for minnesota didn't see that happening uh early on this year no, I would not have expected that either. Uh, it, you know, it's funny. Houston finally broke up the party of both New York teams that are leading the East Divisions and both Los Angeles teams are leading the West Division. Hmm. Uh, they're now a game ahead of the Angels, but uh, we'll see. Maybe the Angels will flip that one back. Of course, they've got Trout and Otani. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Twins, you got Byron Buxton is having just a phenomenal season finally. Um uh, of course, they made the big splash signing for Carlos Correa over the offseason, which was really, uh, really a surprise. And, you know, uh, the, the moves they made have been paying off for them so far, as you said. I mean, they've got a 26-16 and 16 record. That's, um, you know, it's not the best in baseball, but, the, you know, they're, they're up in their division by, what, four and a half games? I mean, that's a pretty good lead. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if they can keep it up so they can continue their tradition of uh, – getting swept by the Yankees in the first round of the postseason. <laughs> Minnesota, yeah, I did a, a trivia question last week. It was name these, uh, name this sports city by their big four teams playoff record since 2005, 2008, whatever it was. But Minnesota, 0-18 in that time span, the Twins in the playoffs is uh, just absolutely remarkable. And you mentioned uh, Byron Buxton there, and it just it reminds you that baseball is such a – it's a game of patience, the game itself, but also fans. You you, you hear about these guys uh, when they're young and just coming through, and sometimes it takes like five, six, seven years before they get healthy, put it all together. In the case of a Byron Buxton, who was looked at as a potential MVP guy we've been hearing about for years and years. And, and Mark, we've seen both sides of it. You, you hold on to hope too long for a guy, and it just never happens. But, man, there's tons of examples where – a team gives up on a guy, he goes elsewhere and has major success. So it's kind of frustrating in that way uh, that you have to be so patient with these guys. It is. You know, there's a phrase I see a lot when talking about prospect development, and it's just like just the human brain just kind of wants it to be like a continual line of steady improvement, <laughs> and it's just it's not like that. It's not linear. It's not, uh, it's not even constant. It's just sometimes guys make the leap. Uh, sometimes guys, you keep waiting for them to make the leap and they just are not able to do it for whatever reason. Uh, you know, even, uh, all the, all the data and all the stuff that goes into scouting these days, just, uh, it, it certainly has helped improve the accuracy of guessing, okay, who's going to be a big time player. Who's going to be, you know, maybe, um, just more of a useful role player and still there's always surprises. So it, it, it makes it fun. Uh, it is frustrating when you uh, your favorite team ends up on the wrong end of some of the um, guys who don't work out, or uh, you know they uh, they only work out once they go somewhere else, that kind of thing. Um, but it's just it it always makes it interesting because you have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen, but you never really know. Um, so i you know for a guy like Adley Rutschman, hopefully our pretty good idea that he's going to be pretty good turns out to be correct. Uh, and then, you know, some of the maybe lesser heralded prospects that are in the system who um, weren't really universally regarded when the Orioles drafted them, uh, like Gunnar Henderson, as I mentioned before, or another guy um, who's right now at high Aberdeen. Uh, his name is Kobe Mayo. He's just this big, strong third baseman. They drafted uh, in the fourth round um, 
two years ago in that shortened draft. So that's a guy where everybody, like the prospect world was like, okay, he's just going to strike out too much. It's not going to matter. But Orioles really liked his, the power in his bat. So that's kind of a guy where, you know, we're going to hope, okay, the Orioles' judgment was correct and uh, Kobe Mayo or someone like him is able to beat the odds. Mark Brown came to chat.com, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Mark, good stuff. Enjoyed the chat as always. Hopefully the O's can at least stay fun, win some ball games. We'll uh, catch up with you in the month of June and uh, talk more baseball with you. What's going on right now at uh, camtochat.com? Well, Cliff, just a quick note. You know, the Orioles have not had a winning record in a month since August of 2017. Oh, wow. Right now they're 11-11 and 11 in the month of May, so they've still got a chance to break that streak. <laughs> All right. See if they can do it. Finishing off this Yankees series, then they got uh, five against the Red Sox over this weekend. Uh, but as far as Cam to chat, I mean, we are just trying to keep, uh, you know, keep the excitement going for the Rutschman uh, debut. Uh, we've been reviewing the last week of minor league action for the guys who are still down there. Uh, outfield prospect named Kyle Stowers, who's at Norfolk, hit five home runs last week. He might be a guy that sneaks into the Baltimore picture by the end of the year. Uh, again, we're kind of appreciating uh, the reliever I mentioned, Felix Bautista. And uh, when it's game time tonight, we'll be talking about the game. So if anybody wants to drop by, we'll be glad to see you. All right, check it out on Pirate Radio and log in to CamdenChat.com. Get your O's fixed. Mark, appreciate it, man. We'll uh, talk to you again down the road. All right, sounds good. See you next time. Thank you, Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joining us. O's Yankees tonight right here on Pirate Radio. Quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Looking at the uh, Bally Sports and NC State right now with a 6-4 to four lead over Wake Forest in the bottom of the fifth inning. So we'll keep an eye on that. Got some conference tournament baseball going on across this great nation. We'll take a timeout, come back, wrap up Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Have more for you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At PR927FM, join the over 55,000 followers today. Now let's uh, head back into the show. Here is Clip Rock. All right, a couple of news and nuggets here. If we can count on one university doing things the right way in all their sports, it's certainly Louisville. Clean as a whistle since 1888. Uh, I just saw a headline. The headline's a lot funnier than the story probably actually is, but... Louisville has hired Milt Wagner. Uh, he's a former Cardinal star, but leave that part out of the, the headline. They have hired the grandfather of the number one basketball recruit, DJ Wagner, as uh, director of player development. So when you just see the headline, Louisville hires number one recruit grandfather, I just picture like a 95 year old man they hired to sit on the bench. So then the number one recruit would go to that school. But this is not new this has been done before who's the player um was there a good player that went to oklahoma state recently 
who did uh cj say he said marcus smart uh no before uh after that come on man got all these people here every now and then i wish i knew oklahoma state basketball i wish you knew basketball period i wish you knew something i wish you would just know one day i know thing. a lot of things <sighs> name one thing you know long snapping <laughs> <laughs> oh boy who's the guy cj are you looking it up you trying to help you're trying you know what at least you're trying it's gonna be tough for me <laughs> i know it's gonna be tough for you <laughs> Uh, anyway, Oklahoma State did this recently. Nobody's here is helping me out, but that's fine. I should have been prepared myself. Can't count on anybody these days. If you're not prepared, then why should we? Exactly. That's a good way to look at it, Chandler. It's a good way to go through life. Um, Who is it, CJ? Cade Cunningham. That's the name I was looking for. Three. I believe they hired his brother while he was still in high school, so he would go to Oklahoma State. And because uh, he's part of the family. Family. Also, um, are you following the Josh Donaldson suspension? Uh, no, I did see where he got suspended one game for calling Tim Anderson Jackie. Yes. Tim, Apparently, it was a joke. Tim, now there's multiple layers here. First of all, it's a joke, but who do you joke with? Your friends, people who you like, people that like you, right? Right, right. They and get... not a lot of people like Josh Donaldson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could, even when he played for the Braves, I could tell that if he was not on my team, I'd probably not like that guy. Now, he's been in the AL for most of his career, so I hadn't come across him uh, playing against him. But uh, he is definitely a guy that you like when he's on your team and probably don't when he's not. But you joke with your friends. You roast the ones you love. That's who can take jokes and then fire jokes back at you. You don't like joke with people that don't like you. Because then it's just either looked at as mean or, you know, they, they take it the wrong way or the way you intended, which is joking on them. But well, I must be loved here at Pirate Radio. Exactly. You are. You certainly are. That's why we pick on you. That's why, I mean, you say things to me, I'll take it. <laughs> I love y'all, too. <laughs> uh you are you fat stinky bozo um and i laugh at that because it's funny (laughs) because we joke because we're friends um now josh donaldson called him jackie joking on him because didn't he say he was today's jackie robinson and in 2019 um tim anderson did an interview where he said i kind of feel like today's jackie robinson that's huge to say but it's cool man because he changed the game and i feel like i'm going to get to a point where i need to change the game so josh donaldson saying this like hey what's up jackie like you know being a a jerk and like saying clearly you're not jackie robinson it's a joke that you call yourself jackie hey jackie so yeah he was uh joking but he's not joking with a friend he's joking with somebody that doesn't like him he called him that multiple times but how can you be suspended for that one game one singular game there shouldn't be a game at all i don't understand why he's suspended well i do understand because even tony la Russa said he made a racist comment and that's all i'm gonna say end quote but what if like what if i say i'm babe ruth and josh donaldson says what's up babe, what's up, babe? that would be weird clearly making a joke out of me that i'm not babe ruth and that i or suck. is he attracted to you Will you stick with the, the program here, son? Sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I need to get back in my lane. But, yeah. Well, I mean, what if, if he, he calls me babe, does he get suspended for a game? I don't see it. I hope not. Because is that 
players can't even do that anymore? Now, maybe it is universal. Maybe if Freddie Freeman says, I'm Ted Williams. What's up, Ted? You're gone for a game. You're not Ted. You're not Teddy Williams. You're not Ted, pal. You're not Teddy Freeman. You're not Ted, pal. If if that's the case and Freeman takes exception to it, are you suspended for a game? If you compare yourself to a former ball player and get called that name, are you suspended? Uh, maybe, maybe that's the new policy, but this is a weird one to me. Very weird. And, uh, but I'd be in prejudice. I literally saw the name Josh Donaldson. I was like, he probably deserves it. And as I read, <laughs> and as I read into the story, I was like, wait, I'm yeah. very confused here. It doesn't help that Josh Donaldson, like you said, doesn't have many friends. So he's probably not going to get the benefit of the doubt on a lot of things. No, I mean, a lot of people probably are not going to back him up. But we here at Pirate Radio are trying to. Shout out to Chris Staten. You had the uh, Cade Cunningham before um, CJ did a moment ago. Thank you, Chris. Shout out, Chris. Chris. Brandon Manning says Tyler Hansborough's mom got a job at UNC. Mm. Okay. Narc. (laughs) Nice uh, Carolina info there, Brandon Manning. What are your favorite family members getting jobs, houses, cars at schools stories? Bring them in. I'd love to see them. Uh, so anyway, a couple of items going on there in the sports world. I saw a tweet today, and it was uh, it was on Twitter, of course, because it was a tweet. Good, <laughs> <laughs> stupid me. Golly. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, you might need to take uh, the rest of the no, segment. No, off. no, I'm good. You're gonna bounce back here. Yes. All right, but because I, I want to ask you this, it was a tweet regarding the Tennessee Titans. Anyway, and uh, it was like, what was your favorite player on your team that wasn't a household name? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So I, I was wondering yours for like Redskins slash Commanders. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Mine. I'm not sure who mine would be. I'd have to think about. Well, that's it. That's great because you asked me, and then I was going to say a name, and then you went right to you. And well, you, you were no, you. Actually, I thought I had a name. You were thinking about yours, and then I, I ended up thinking about mine. Who well, I had yours? a few I can name quickly. Uh, when I first started pulling for the Redskins in the mid '90s, Sean Barber was a linebacker from Richmond. Nobody ever heard of him. And I liked him because he was from kind of close to me and he was not a like a big drafted guy yeah. and was just a pretty good player. So I like Sean Barber. Uh, later on, Mike Sellers, uh, Redskins fans certainly knew who that was, but there are probably a lot of people that didn't because he was a fullback that used to bust heads. And I liked him a lot. So I was a big Mike Sellers guy. Uh, those two come to mind quickly. Right now, currently, mine is Frankie Louvu. Oh, currently, uh, yeah, well, I have to think about. Well, that no, it, it. The question on Twitter was, you know, anytime, but mine yeah. currently is uh, Frankie Louvu, who does a lot of his stuff on uh, on special. Well, teams. recently, and this is not current, but this would be in, within the last five years. It'd be another fullback, Daryl Young. Some yeah. about the fullbacks, and uh, Daryl Young was a ball player, and I had a friend. And I'd go watch the games at his house, and his dad would come over, and his dad's this crazy fella. And he loves – he'd say, man, if they just gave the ball to Daryl Young 50 times a game, they'd win. And it'd be like third and uh, eight, and they'd have Give it to Young. shotgun formation, uh, either empty set or one back in the backfield. Why are they not going two backs here? Would they put Daryl Young in <laughs> I, every damn time. It was funny. Uh, currently on the roster – 
I would have to think about it. I mean, I, I like Matt and I, Ioannidis when he was healthy. He was he might have been. I don't know if he's too good. He's no longer on the roster, but I'll think about that. Um, by the way, I saw a video. Chris today. Thompson. I love Chris Thompson. Um, I knew you guys had Trey Turner. I was not aware that you guys had Andrew Norwell. Andrew Norwell and Trey Turner were on the offensive line the year that the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. We're bringing it back. Wow. Very Carolina Panther of you guys. So, we got guys that were good seven years ago? Yeah. And then went to crap after that? I don't think Norwell went to crap. I know Trey Turner did in in terms of a little bit, for sure, in terms of injuries. Where's Norwell been? Uh, Jacksonville. Oh, so he left Carolina. Yes. Okay. I still, I'm holding out hope that Trey Turner's got one more good one in him. I saw a knee brace on We have today. kind of been a reclamation project there in Washington because we had the crappy tackle from the Giants that they drafted early. His name is escaping me at the moment. He stunk. Played with Washington. He was good. And then uh, Charles Leno recently, who yeah. was with the Bears. Bears. I think yeah. he stunk for the Bears. He was, he was good for us. So maybe we can uh, strike gold once again with a guy who's – is out of his prime, trying to make it, maybe trying to get one more one one big one year contract. So, uh, hey, good topic discussion there, guys who are not household names that you like. If you have any of those, you can chime in Facebook Live, Twitter. My computer is acting funky, so hopefully I'll be able to see your comments on Facebook Live. All right, let's uh, get a break in. We'll come back. Bryce Williams joins us when we return. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. We'll make you a winner as well. Open up the booty bag. It's all ahead on PRL. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, At Angel Oak, they continue to make customer service a number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oak's wide offerings of products from standard conventional, government, and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Braxton Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Brock. All righty, Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live here on a... Well, it's been a weird day. We've had some rain. We got some sunshine. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Uh, typical of a hot mm-hmm. Eastern North Carolina day. Bryce Williams joins us in the Pirate Radio Studios. Bryce, how you doing, man? Doing good. Thank you all for having me. The married man back with oh, yeah. us. Everything going good? Yeah, that's good. Oh, good, yeah. good to hear. Saw a, uh, and, and sorry, Bryce, we have another football player here with us today. Oh, do we? Yeah, former uh, football player. And I saw this. That might be yeah, Bryce. I used to play football. Might be some uh, uh, of interest to uh, Chandler Honeycutt. The XFL is back in 2023. Oh, do, do they need any specific 
positions? Uh, turns out they do. There, I saw a tweet today calling all kickers, punters, and long snappers. There we Hello. Go. There we're, we go. We're partnering with Novak Kicking and Consulting to produce a specialist showcase on October 23rd. Mm. So that's right in the Middle East. You football season. That's when you take most of your vacations. So you might as well go to this, Chandler. Uh, this will be uh, in October. And you can show off your skills. Uh, do you think you still got it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you ever re- lose it? Re- refer back to the video that we did back in January where I just snapped a pearl to Troy D. Oh, a pearl. Uh, a yeah. Pearl. I like that. <laughs> I still put it on the right hip, baby, if you know what There I mean. we go. <laughs> uh, he hasn't locked and loaded on the right hip yes, at sir. all times. Yes, sir. So, uh, Chandler, is it like riding a bike? Does a good long snapper never forget that? I mean, is it boom? You don't forget. That? You don't. You never forget the form. Um, you might. You might forget the release point sometimes, especially if you haven't done it in a while, because it take a long snapper stretches a lot because um, there is a lot of flexibility into snapping a football upside down between your legs because um, <laughs> you want to lock those legs out at your release point, which is in the vo- right in the vocal point between uh, basically your groin. Yeah, um, the old groin area. Yeah. Growing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, look, for me, I, I can't speak on other long snappers, but right. for me, yeah. I still have it, baby. There we go. I still I like have it. it. Do you do any yoga, stretching? What kind of stuff do you do? I don't do any stretching at all. Uh, when you played? Oh, I did it all the time. I would spend like 20 minutes stretching. While everybody else is lifting, you're stretching. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they'd say, "Hey, you uh, come want to do deadlifts? Nah, I gotta, uh, I gotta get these calves right. I gotta, I gotta stretch these calves out." So, Bryce, uh, a lot of football players, there's a lot of opinions on punters, kickers, specialists that they don't really count. They're not football players. Shoot. How about you? Did you know your kickers, punters, and long snappers' names on your teams? You better know Charlie yeah. Coggins. Man. Oh yeah, I mean, I was yeah for sure. You better um, know Charlie Coggins. <laughs> yeah, I um. Oh gosh, now I'm on spot. There was um Well, I'm not asking you to name them. Oh, okay. Bill McNaughton? You can just say yeah. Yes. <laughs> I always like I always like specialists because obviously, you know, my Sean was a kicker. So Oh, you I, got it in the blood. Yeah. So uh yeah, I always uh, liked um like specialists and you know, had a relationship with him. So did Sean what was he on a college roster? Was he ever He played on he played played with EC for a little bit. Did he kick? Mm-hmm. Well, he was not, he was a kicker. He never got to right, right, right. play kick in the game. But yeah, he was on the roster. Now let's go back. What, who were you with? Because uh, was, was it Warren was it Phil, Harvey? Was I was it, Warren Harvey. Phil McNaughton. Phil McNaughton. He for was a, a bit. Aussie. Yeah. Hey, I was what? With, Snapper, punter, punter, punter. He was like yeah, the rugby, and then you know, obviously Worth, and then um, Worth was a good one. And then um, Dave, were you there Davis, with um, Davis Plowman? Plowman. Plowman. Yeah. Yeah. Were you there with uh, – oh, man, I forgot his name. I think he kicked the game-winning field goal at Nate. Oh, Michael Barbour. Michael Barbour. Now, he could kick it. He um, was only here for a couple years. Yeah, I, no, he was here. I think he left right when I came in. Michael Barbour. Because yeah, didn't he um, – did he wear glasses? I can't remember if he wore He was a bomber, though, man. Yeah, he, he had a dang leg. Yeah. yeah. And we've right. had a trusty steed in uh, John Young over the years. Now, what did you call him? Trusty steed. Okay. Steed. The horse, yeah, he's a, it's a workhorse. Yeah, he's a, he's a special teams workhorse. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, trusty steed. All right, there's your specialist talk for the day. And specialists are the funniest people on the team, by the way. 
I enjoyed specialists. I always hear stereotypes like offensive linemen are actually the smartest guys on the team. There's a yeah. lot of specialists. Uh, are the, you the well, what do you think, Bryce? Ah, uh, specialists probably take most of the time the smartest, but you know, tight ends, receivers, dumbest on the team. Ah, uh, I'm not. I'm not denying that. <laughs> Linebackers, uh, just a bunch of blockheads running around. There, we had some smart, some a few smart linemen. I would, mm, yeah. A lot of them are your buddies who you're talking yeah. about right now. Oh, Adam Elsawi yeah. was a pretty smart dude. I can't, is I that how he, you said his name? That's going back, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he was. Yeah, I think he was fairly smart. Yeah. So like JT, all your buddies were they? I think JT JT was pretty witty. Um, Stewart, you know what's funny? We never really got into grades. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know. Yeah. I think they're smart guys. You never said, "Hey, bud, how'd you do on that quiz today?" <laughs> never, no, never. That never I don't remember in class with. I think I had a class with Ike before. Um. Yeah, I, maybe not on our team. Our Ike? guys were smart, but you know, not as far as like. No smart, rocket scientists. No rocket scientists. Yeah, that's fine. No, oh, I am. All right. Uh, I'm seeing if there's any more football nuggets. Oh, C.J. Johnson Price uh, put up a social media post, a picture of him in the team meeting room, and it said something to the effect, Chandler of. Uh. Mm, you said it earlier in the show. Something <laughs> Come on. I tell you what, this long snapper is not very smart. No. Say it again. CJ Johnson, something about being back. Oh, he said, yeah, it was, uh, there's no better feeling than being back in this room. There you go. There well, it is. Well, good. I hope he doesn't squander it. I know. And you, know. you, you get your second, third, whatever chance, and you, you just hope he sticks with it. I mean, that's huge for this team when you think about Tyler Sneed gone, Audio mm-hmm. Matosho gone. Yeah. Uh, you've got some newcomers coming in. That are probably they're talented, but have not played it down to football with Holt Naylor right. in this offense. So you need a safety blanket. You need somebody you can trust, somebody you're familiar with. For Holt Naylor's, that's the guy he threw to at Conley. That's CJ Johnson. Oh yeah, I mean, man, like you said, we've obviously know how talented he is. Um, but if your head's not right in the game, then it doesn't really matter. So hopefully he's learned from his mistakes. Um, obviously, I'm not too fond when people tend to blow their you know good opportunities but uh hopefully he's learned from them and uh you know it'll be good to see and maybe being back in that room that day kind of made him realize like how much he's what you missed yeah how much he missed and maybe it kind of changes his mindset finally finally being back there and 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 the road to get there to get back there because we had mike houston on the show and he said there were steps for cj johnson to get back on this team to get back in that team room he's finally back there uh, so maybe he's kind of reflecting back on what he did and the journey it was to get back there, and maybe mm-hmm. that kind of changes his mentality now. Oh, most definitely, it is that uh, the thought of missing out on everything that I was that I got to experience. You know, playing at ECU it, to lose that—that that, I mean, that'd be devastating. Um, you know, fortunately I kept my head on straight, but um, yeah, he. I'm, I mean, I'm glad he's got another opportunity, but let's not ruin it. Did you ever? Did you miss any games due to injury? As a pirate, you know, I never did. I was—I wow. didn't think I know, so. I never did. Um, thankfully, and then of course I get hurt. And, uh, you almost did miss a play. The Patriots, but right, yeah, um, which sucks. is unfortunate. But yeah, I was able to. So that means you're uh, either tough, lucky, or both. But a little both. bit of both. Oh, for sure. Good. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and you know, you you hear about because I was going to ask you, were you ever unable to play or anything? And you you kind of realize how you miss it. You got to be how much you miss it. You have to be a very probably intelligent forward-thinking person to know how lucky you are 
without it being taken away from you. Oh yeah. You know, like a lot of people don't learn, and I'm I think I'm one of those people that like don't know how good you got it till it's gone oh, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like it's it's tough to realize when you're in that position that man, I'm I'm lucky where I'm at right oh, now. Oh yeah. And so. I think for me, what made me just stay on the straight and narrow was I mean I I mean how hard I, nothing it wasn't given to me. Um, you know, and sometimes I think that's the case, guys get things come too easy to them and they think i can do whatever they want if you and, were like a big time recruit five star everybody's right. after you yeah if but i could see where but even well for my mind i don't think that would have ever been right my mindset um but you know from knowing what i had to do and it wasn't given to me in the work i put into it um you know ever since i've just you know i realized i wanted to play and had the opportunity um you know so yeah, it's not ruin this let's do the go the extra mile and um trying to make the most of this um opportunity to have because obviously the percentages of you know people who make you know play d1 is you know fairly small so um i don't want to ruin that bryce uh there is a line an opening line for ecu nc state a spread on the game they do this just for us to talk about it uh have you seen it i have not you want to take a gander at it what our spread is yeah so nc state is going to be top 15 Devin Leary their quarterback they got a ton coming back uh to the team East Carolina winning season last year mm-hmm. uh earned the right to play in a bowl game didn't play in that bowl game Holden Naylor's a lot Keaton Mitchell Rajay a lot of the offense coming back you know so these are two experienced teams East Carolina's not going to be ranked state will it's at East Carolina mm-hmm. Rowdy Dowdy Ficklin knowing all of that what do you Rowdy, think the spread Dowdy. on the game is the spread um, I mean, I of course, I'm confident in ECU. Clearly, if uh, you made the spread, you'd have ECU a favorite. I would have ECU the but, favorite, but I'm just guessing what they've guessed. Yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. right. So I don't. I'm not technically, technically going against ECU. Okay, so that makes it a little easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna say they're kind of thinking, thinking negative on us. Um, I'm gonna say the spread's twenty one. Oh dear! My God! My Price. goodness! I mean, I don't know. You are the biggest negative pirate I've you ever. Think gonna come <laughs> you think we're going to get beat by the three? No, I don't know. I'm just I'm guessing what haters right, are right, thinking. Right. I'm thinking of all the doubters. He's he's putting his mindset in a haters mind. In a haters yeah. mind. Well, you're doing a good job. Oh my God! You're, you're hating doing, a little too much. You're hating a lot. Hey, I figure I start high. <laughs> I don't even think the haters are thinking that bad. <laughs> if I start high, you know, it's like you can always come down. So all right, let's come down. I didn't want to like say a low number, and y'all be like. What? I just get. I just even feel even worse. (laughs) You know. Um, I will give you a second shot. Go ahead. I'm going nine. Oh, that's that's getting warmer. Is it freaking tighter than that? It's eight. It's eight. Wow. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Which means uh, even the haters are giving EC a little credit. Well, good. Yeah. Now people are coming to realization. And I think uh, it used to be growing up, I heard that home field's always three points. Like, mm. well, some home field advantages are nothing. It don't even matter. But that's going to be a home field advantage for East Carolina yeah. on that Saturday. So I think you might throw, nice. throw a couple points there. That, uh, for be that. exciting. So uh, eight points, Bryce. All right, that's, that's good. fair. See, that's what I'm saying. If I would like say, set off five and y'all would be like, Pfft. You kidding me? And it's twenty one. I'm like, oh dang! Yeah. I would have been feel like I got shot. Now the last two meetings between these teams uh, have not been pretty. No, and it's been a lot more than no. twenty one. How so, many years ago was that? Two. Uh, well, that was Mike Houston's first game as the coach of the Pirates, so that would have been three, right? He's going into year four. Oh, it was three years ago. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. Oh, we're a new team. Oh, completely. 
and this is probably looked at as maybe Dave Doran's best hit, but I bet NC State fans would rather them not be ranked, not be favored. Like when they see this, they start to get nervous. Oh, for sure. Like it's always better, I think, to be the underdog, especially in this game. The underdog has won a lot in this matchup. I know. I don't think I ever played. Did I, did I ever play? Uh, I only ever played State at home. No, nope, we looked one. it up. You played them in the y'all blew y'all beat them pretty good. Yeah, and they didn't have home field advantage because we won. especially at the end. Exactly. So dang to have a state. I mean, this game will be great. It's obviously early summer. It's going to be hot. I mean, late early season but uh um, jeff connor's there on the left it does look like jeff connor. <laughs> what's he doing there what's he doing in durham <laughs> um but i mean have play state at home it's opener oh baby season opener season opener i mean can you imagine i mean you're about to go troy d here can my, you imagine my can heart imagine? is racing now that's I mean, I yeah you, he's my if they don't i mean obviously come fired up every after every come fired up after every before every game yeah especially the season like, opener on, season and then you opener. throw some state seasoning some on states. there <laughs> yeah i like it state seasoning on there uh i mean goodness gracious speaking of come on now. state and seasoning so last week we were talking sausage I actually sent you a uh this is gonna sound bad i sent you a picture of my sausage uh <laughs> how was it <laughs> uh bryce we were talking about smoked sausages so much that i went and i had link sausage last tuesday night for dinner it was oh, good yeah. oh yeah and i just did an air fryer last night i got brats and and they were very tasty but <laughs> who have you ever heard of anybody burn themselves on an air fryer oh wow no <laughs> you gotta be contained. a real jerk a real doofus that's a pretty con- that heat's pretty contained. Well, yeah, I guess I sat it right there on the side for a minute. Were you resting? I guess so. I, I got so tired cooking it, <laughs> closing the basket and opening it, and uh, it got me, man. Dang, now what is? I've never that air salt uh, air sausage <laughs> air fryer. I mean, I've never done sausage in air fryer. Is it, it good? It is. Yeah. It now, is. Here's my question. I tell you what, it was juicy. It was tasty. If you, as often as you use the air fryer, yeah, man, I hate cleaning our air fryer. Do you clean it after everything? Well, Do you use it that often. My wife calls it the magic fairies. When I come home and the air fryer is clean, she says the magic fairies cleaned your air fryer. I wish I had magic fairies, <laughs> <laughs> and she says it not that nicely. Oh man! <laughs> but no, she might be the magic fairy. Um, she uh, she cleans it and it it becomes a mess. But uh, luckily, I don't have to deal with that. There we go. So hey, um, you're the one cooking. I'm the. Did hun- you try the? Eggs? I'm the hunter and gatherer. Exactly. Right? So. Did you try the eggs with the with the brats? No. I, no, no. You don't, you don't do eggs and brats. You do fresh link. He was sausage. talking about a link sausage. Excuse yeah. me. Come on, we're talking about breakfast here. I tell you what, with the eggs, <laughs> I love eggs and I love brats, and I would put a. I, I, I don't think it'd still be good, Chandler. Yeah, I think it'd still be put good. Eggs on my brat. You got me all day long. You got me wondering. Yeah, but what cheddar brat, beer brat, regular brat? Yeah, I went normal last the regular last night, but I'll go spicy sometimes. I'll go mm. cheddar. I'll mix it up. Brats are good. I, I I'm a big brat guy. Big brat guy. <laughs> all right, let's uh, take a break. Shirley, are the lines clear? Let's go ahead and open up the booty bag then. Already, huh? Boom, 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 boom. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. What do you want to give away on this Tuesday? What's for two at Tie Burgers? 
Lunch for two at Tiebreakers. I went there today for lunch. Oh, yeah. You got a little, uh, I, a little wild. I went outside my comfort zone, and I got a different sauce with my boneless wings. I got Quality. the Carolina Tangy. Let's see. The Carolina Tangy Gold Barbecue. And then the honey garlic. Sauce? The spicy honey garlic. Yes. Are these all sauces? Yes. I'm a sauce And guy. let me tell you. I'm going to report back to you. It was delicious. Which one's better? Mm, I'll probably go the the um, garlic, spicy honey garlic. That I, sounds I, good. I like, a, I got, so I like spice, a little spice. I want kick. Yeah. So you want spicy honey garlic and then there's honey parmesan? Is that what you said? No, the no, first one was gold, Carolina. Carolina Tangy Gold Barbecue. And then the second. I thought you said Car- parmesan. No. <laughs> garlic. I heard garlic and thought parmesan. You're thinking parm in your head, right? Yeah. Alright, tiebreakers. I like to go to tiebreakers and get an egg on my burger. Mm. What uh call are you looking right. for, Sterling? Eight. Caller eight, three one seven, twelve fifty. We're back with more after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And congratulations to Clee Smith of Greenville. Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. And it's the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Still getting used to it. Tuesday. Thank you, Shirley. Seardy. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Chandler, for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Chan man. <laughs> What'd you say? I didn't I didn't I like uh, your shirt. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's summer shirt. colors right there, bud. Courtesy of my friends at Tailgate Classics. It's like a It's a tie-dyed Masters shirt. Oh, it's it tie-dyed? is tie-dye polo. It is Shirley oh, Rhodes. Masters logo on. I like it. Yes. So Tailgate Classics, huh? Yes, check them out. Uh check them out at their store here on Evans Street or right down yonder. at shoptailgateclassics.com. I found a pair of Jordans for a very, Man. very, very decent price We're at Tailgate Classics. Sweet. I'm a little disappointed in that story because I thought you were going to say jorts. <laughs> no, but if I find a pair of jorts, I will be rocking them here. Hey, they're 80s and 90s, I've got so jorts. they might have some. You're a jorts guy? Oh, man, I need to actually wear them. Next Tuesday, I plan to wear them. <laughs> Bryce, you have got to wear jorts. We'll they're, pro- uh, they're not like short jorts, but they're in jorts. We'll promote that. They Bryce could be, and jorts. They could be, we might have to do... I wish I I wish yeah a lot of people wish they could be the same weight that they were when they were in high school. I wish I was the same size I was in high school, but I was skinnier than you are, Bryce, <laughs> when I was in high school. But I had the biggest collection of jorts of anyone and they sick would brag yeah sick brag <laughs> hashtag sick brag um but you know because you remember back in high school well i don't know 
clip um, my uh, well i don't know early uh, 2000s but in my high school you know they had that that thing where your shorts had could not be higher than a certain number of inches from your kneecap oh, yeah. and so mine were just that right length that was nice. never no, and i was, well, it was never uh, you know forced well it was unfortunately sometimes enforced well i mean if it was like really obvious because mm-hmm. i'm from we're from the daisy duke era surely yes i know not the actual uh character on the show but the daisy the, duke the shorts daisy yeah, and the daisy dukes and the yes. daisy dukes yes yes but i i had an incredible uh collection of jorts but like unfortunately jorts. i can't wear any of them they now. said that uh you and stone cold steve austin had the most jorts in america <laughs> i heard that well, somewhere and that's what stone cold said because <laughs> he said so all right uh bryce and chandler were probably too young for jams Oh, you know I miss jams. jams. Like long shorts that go down to like your uh like pastor kneecap. Like that was popular. Jams. I've seen those, but no, nah, we didn't that wasn't in our in our style. In our, re- in our repertoire. In our and repertoire. then umbros were a thing back in our day too, Charlotte. Oh, yeah, umbros are shoes, right? Nah, no, well, I'm talking about the, the shorts. shorts. They're like soccer shorts. They were kind of high. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, wearing yeah. umbros in And my, they were very thin, 90s. so like in the summertime, they were great to wear yeah. because, you know, it, it, on a really hot day, they kept you kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I know um, umbro, but yeah. it was late 90s. <laughs> hey, I know umbro. They're, they're um, in soccer. <laughs> I, I had an incredible collection of no fear shirts you remember the no fear <laughs> no fear big johnson yeah well big i never johnson? had it i never had it yeah, yeah. they had Google big job kid yeah i don't know if i want to but the no fear uh, shirts i had quite the collection do you remember big johnson shirts price for, for some maybe if i saw the logo this the is hyper like colors when you go to um wings at the beach or whatever uh they would the cl- have all these like oh, 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 the high t- and, and the high top classic like, Reeboks. Um, i'll click on one but it, oh, the double yeah. straps they'd all have like sentences on them that are suggestive and things uh-huh but it was the character big johnson so yeah <laughs> but the no fear shirts were just as bad nice. if not worse sometimes because the one i had that was one of my favorites i could <laughs> barely hey. That's terrible. I can't read that one. Yeah, but, you can't uh, read it out. Google it up. Just if if you want to know what a Big Johnson shirt is and you're not familiar with it, you can Google I'm gonna it up. I get one of these. I'm gonna oh, wear shit. one to Pyro Radio one yeah. day. Yeah, I wish I still had the my favorite one, but I and I'll tell you off air what it is. But uh, I had a lot I, of no fears. I had basketball's life, baseball's life, football's. Life. Oh yeah, the I had the hyper colors. This is fitting um, because we just announced today that Breakfast Club is going to be playing at the Pirate Radio kickoff party. That's it's right. The 80s Big news. Band. Listen wow. to him. He is so, he's become a salesperson like oh, through and through Mr. now. Salesman. He's Mr. Salesman now. And by the way, if Brought you want to Bud Light. if you want to get back into that into that 80s feel Go check out Tailgate Classics. They have plenty. I know. I've got to get all eighty stuff that you can wear to the party, and you can shop online at shoptailgateclassics.com. I need to go because I get on there about once a week. Because you know they usually about once a week they put their new merch drop in there, and uh, so you can see all the new stuff that's coming into the store. So, all right, where do they find all that old school like yard sales? They buy selling everywhere. They buy, sell, trade. I need to go to tailgate class. I, I want an old school like ECU logo. Show them any old school ECU. There was logo one time they had a pirate alum um, bring in a bunch of like old T-shirts, That's like cool. from the nineties, like Peach Bowl shirts, the ninety-five Dang. Liberty Liberty Bowl shirts and sweatshirts. It's really cool. All right, good stuff. Uh, let's. Uh, y'all want to play a few rounds? Let's do it. Absolutely. What do y'all? Uh, 
Anybody want to name a, a topic to get started? A genre. You want to do a golfer? Oh, oh God, no, because yeah, I let's, suck let's, at golf. We can do a quick round. Oh, God, I'm not going to get And we'll do first, oh, or, bad. first or last name. You can get it kicked off, Chandler. Okay. Mm. Um, Bryce. Mm. Name a golfer. <laughs> oh, wait, first or last name? First or last. First or last. Either okay, word. okay, that makes things easier. Um, I, name a golfer with the letter B in his first or last name. The bear. Golden bear. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay. The that, bear. That's, um, oh, God. I know. Wait. He's got to name who it is for a decade. That count was, uh, it wasn't Arnold Palmer. It no. was, um, it's in that Jack same. Nicholson. Yes. Golly. Oh, oh well done. Well I'll done. I'll take that all day. Golly, that was hard. That's good stuff right there. All right, Bryce. Okay. It's, I wonder if I write mm. a channel because I don't want to get clip out because you may not know it. The golfer. Whoa, hey, golfer? easy. Yeah, I, I'll hit clip. All right, clip. Golfer, first or last. Uh-huh. That's, that starts with the letter Z. He was on this week. Zach Johnson. Oh, is that one? Yeah. yeah. Who were you Who thinking, thinking? Zalatorez. Oh, Will Zalatorez. Oh, Duh, that yeah. was my golfer, and dang it. Well, Shirley, uh, uh, how about you name a golfer whose first or last name starts with the letter S? Uh, I could mm. not think of one. All right, Chandler. What is one? I don't do Scotty Scheffler. Sam Snead. Oh, that's good. Oh, Ooh, that's good. Bunch one. of S's there. That's a good one. All right. Uh, oh, I found you a jacket. Oh, Shaffle. Shaffle. Chef. Scheffler. Oh, there's a Shaffle. Shaffle. That's what I called him the other day. Chandler. First or last name starting with letter H. Uh, let's go with Harold Varner the third. <laughs> hey, good. I was thinking Hank Haney. All right, clip. Let's go with a golfer with the letter T. Tiger Woods. All right, yeah, oh, that there we easy. go. Oh, nice. that was too easy. Was golfer too easy. who starts with the letter first or last name starts with the letter R. Rory McIlroy. Oh, nice and great well job done. with the pronunciation of the name. Was good stuff. Yeah, because Chandler can't. Pronounces Rory McElroy. <laughs> really concentrate. <laughs> okay, Chandler. First or last golfer that starts with the letter A. Adam Scott. Oh, nice. Mm. nice. Let's keep going a while. Um, yeah. Let's go Shirley. She's out. I'm out. Dummy. Oh, that's right. Ding dong. <laughs> let's go Bryce. <laughs> Bang, name bang. a golfer, first or last name, with the letter P. Peter. Nope. I don't. Uh, Phil Nicholson. Oh, dang, that was too long. Wow. He got it, but I think it was what a little say? too late. Phil Nicholson. I think he was a little too late. Uh, I thought that was too late. late, but that was. I think it was well, too late. We need to move on to a new one anyway. Yeah, right. Chandler, we'll finish it out. Okay. Which, by the way, uh, Bryce, I am on shoptailgateclassics.com, and there are several ECU items that you may want to take a look Perfect. at. Perfect. I got two XL. I need to look at them. Okay. Chandler, you're up. Uh, clip. What? Name a golfer. Okay. First or last name. All right. I'll go with the, uh, excuse me. Oh, with the letter N. Nathan Norris. Nah. <laughs> Nah, Nathan. 
Nick Faldo. Ah, okay. All right, Chandler wins. Oh, good job, Chandler. Can I throw good one job. in just for fun? Yeah. I'll tell you what, that's a bounce back from last week. <laughs> yeah, it was. That Name was a better. golfer whose name starts with a C. Chandler Honeycutt. <laughs> we didn't. Chris. Christopherson. <laughs> no. Chichi Rodriguez. <laughs> Chichi. Chichi. All right. Uh, speaking of Chris Christopherson, which that's a K, right? <laughs> um, yeah, like the first name starts with a K. A and K. Oh, wait. The first and last name starts with a K. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we haven't done music or any music. Yes, have we? yes. No, like we haven't. Artists. Let's you go country. That'd be oh, easy. God. That's uh, easier. Uh, all right, for Bryce, let's do a country oh, round. Right. Okay, be so artist, artist or, or band? band? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All all right. right. Bryce, you can get it going. Artist or band? All yeah. right. Surely country. For I guess it'd be first or last band. Anything. So really. first or last name yeah, or, or band. band? Just you know to get right. it out there for. Uh, surely um, that would be country music artist that starts with the letter A. Let um uh, Alabama. There we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandler, country artist or band with the letter P. T. P. Oh, P. Uh, like let's go P. Uh, let's go with. Uh, uh, that's it. Patty Loveless. All right, Ooh. Shirley, you're back up. Uh, oh, I should have said clip. Um, yes. <laughs> artist with. First or last name yes. or band? Yes. Uh, with the l- letter M. M. Metallica's not country music, but Martina McBride. Yeah. Oh, well done. well done. Well done. All right. Let's go with Bryce Man, country music artist, band name starts with the letter C. Confederate Railroad. All right. Ooh. Nailed it. All right. Mm, okay clip yep let's go country music artist it starts with the letter b b is garth brooks well oh, done oh, well done barth brooks <laughs> <laughs> that counts right yeah yeah because we, we said name. first or last name yeah. or band yeah, yeah at first thing i was thinking okay. brooks and dud but oh, oh, man. i saw the i was line. thinking i was thinking band band perry the band like, Perry. What was that Brooks and Dunn song? I did my part to break her heart. She walked down oh, on me and tore my world. That apart. is actually really good. Uh, Neon Moon. Neon Moon yeah. is one of my favorites. Yes. Yeah. Shirley, uh, let's go H. H. Um, Hal Ketchum. Oh, yeah. I was going Hank Williams Jr. Yeah. Hal Ketchum. Oh, I wouldn't have thought of Hank Williams. Small Town uh, Saturday Night. Yeah. All right. Hal Ketchum. Um, Bryce. The letter N. N. Um, never, I don't know. Oh, man, I don't know. Oh, wow. Who did you have? Anybody in mind? Is Who did I Natalie? have? Natalie? Is there a... Well, Natalie Maines. She's part of oh. uh, the Dixie Chicks. That doesn't count. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, no. Ooh. Well, did she do a solo that album? That don't count. And who you said with the, she uh, made... Jenny said Willie Nelson. Mm, there you oh, go. Oh, Willie uh, Nelson's uh, one. Yeah, all right, okay. Shirley. Uh, clip. What? Oh, it's down to me and you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The, uh, the two l- biggest country bumpkins in there. <laughs> <Dang> right. <laughs> the letter D. Letter D is Dwight Yoakam. Nice. Mm, well done, sir. Shirley, the letter F. F. Mm. Uh, Frank. <laughs> um, F. 
country that's, music yeah. style. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I saw the line. Baptized. <laughs> Wait, who who did you have? Nobody. For F. Nobody. But there is one. Who? Oh wait, Jenny, name one. Bryce, name with one. With the letter F? Yeah. Uh-oh. You better have one or it doesn't count. Uh-oh, we put that on Chandler, remember? I think if they're... If oh, they're... wait a minute. Are we in this situation? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are. Are this situation? yeah. Name a country music artist. Florida. Florida Georgia Line. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. He got it. That was good. Oh. Nice. Okay. Man, wow. you, just saved, right. you just saved your own ass, buddy. Wow. Wow. Good that pool. Was good, man. Good pool. That was under oh. pressure. Too. Wow. That was an 11th hour <laughs> wow. guess right there. All right. Um, do you want to do one more? We need to take a break. Really yeah, let's do one, one more, more and then we'll take let's a break. Let's do a quick one. Who wants to name a subject? Bryce. Me again. Oh, no. You did it last yeah. time. What about you? Name a subject. Um. Um. Uh, let's do U.S. cities. Okay, I like that. Okay, this might take a while. We'll do we'll do lightning round. Okay, yep. Chandler. Three. U.S. city starts with the letter M. Uh, Minneapolis. All right. Uh, Bryce, city that starts with the letter W. Washington D.C. So, uh, is that, is that district? A city? It's a district a of district. Columbia. Uh, yeah, Washington is a city. City. All right. Surely, letter N. Letter N, uh, Nashville. Nice. Uh, clip, letter A. Annapolis, Maryland. I thought you were going to go with what rhymes with Nashville, Asheville. Shirley, <laughs> letter C. Letter C, <laughs> Kanita. <laughs> oh, Kanita. Boy. We're doing towns. Yeah. Come to. <laughs> All right. All right, you're up. I was like, wait, that's. Chicago. Here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was you the know first what? thing. We should have just done North Carolina. Now that I think about yeah, it, yeah, I know, right? Uh, but no, we'll, we'll, well it. Okay, uh, Chandler, the letter um, R, Raleigh, uh, Bryce, the letter T, Trinity. That's a town. I know it is. <laughs> Technically, we did not clarify, so uh, therefore, next time we have to we go don't with clarify. Like, we don't clarify a, a, a lot of population. Rules. <laughs> All right, Bryce. Uh, clip letter B. B is Bethel. <laughs> oh God! So we're just gonna pick out. I was gonna say smallest Beth. I can go now from now on. <laughs> Bryce, back to you. Letter K. Kinston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Chandler, letters. Oh, I can't even see. Letter D. Uh, let's go with Davis, North Carolina. Jeez Louise. Golly. Where is that? We need to take a break. This is never going to end. Yeah, it's, it's, Hit the music and keep playing. Dude. All right. Name something that we have to do that starts with the letter B. Break. And bust it. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Go Pirate Radio Outdoors after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten, and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture? 
erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. All righty. Uh, Buccaneer Music Hall School Board presented by Dubuck. NC State looks like they're going to win their game against Wake Forest. Offensive explosion for the pack. They now have 11 runs and looks like they're going to win it. And I believe I misstated earlier. And Bryce, I think the ACC tournament is being played in Charlotte this year. Oh. I mistakenly said Durham and told you Durham. So I would like to apologize for that. I thought it was Durham. Look, we all thought it was Durham. I I thought it was Durham. I thought it was Durham. I'd be more centralized. I'm surprised it wasn't Durham. I'm shocked. Uh, The uh, AAC tournament is down in Clearwater, Florida. I do know that. And right now, Memphis has a 4-2 lead over UCF. That one in the fourth inning. And Mm. East Carolina is on to Thursday. Against Cincinnati. Where they will play Cincinnati at Tulane in the loser's bracket. Uh, We'll take on USF, who lost to East Carolina earlier today. All right, Bryce, let's go. uh, Those scores, by the way, on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Let's go uh, Pirate Radio Outdoors, see what Bryce has been up to. Got the new boat running. New boat's running. So what uh, what, have we been Um, up to? Well, we weren't on my boat this weekend. It was more of the um, boating boating weekend for Dad. His birthday was last Wednesday. Um, he turned big six zero. Oh man! So yeah, so shot. Me and Anna went home, and um, my brother just bought a pontoon boat a few weeks ago, about a month or so, however long ago. And uh, we just did a whole boating day out on the High Rock Lake. Um, Let's talk pontoon boats for a minute, Bryce. Let's do it. How do you feel about them? You know what? I like them. Okay. I don't need one. Yeah. That just doesn't fit my. Uh, accommodations it doesn't accommodate me, I guess. Is that, is yeah. that right? Right, yeah. fitting. Uh, but honestly, a pontoon boat is if you're a family man, you need a pontoon. If boat. you're looking for the chillest day on the water, oh, it's a pontoon boat. I mean, yeah. all we did was um, cruise around, had to, of course, the bimini top on half of the boat, or you can sprawl out on the front of the seats, listen to music, have a beverage, and just cruise along. Um, we beached up, you know, because they're obviously it's aluminum tunes, so you just beach it up right on the sand and not too worried about anything, hurting anything, grill out. Um, My only issue is that I'm, I'm if you're like bacon, and which again, you, there's you can a throw a top, top on whatever and uh, and get under, get some shade, but you can't get that nice like breeze when you can open it up on another boat. You know what I'm saying? Which I guess is breezy well, uh, out there anyway. Yeah, well, you can go like Sean's boat. He's got 115. It's about a 22 foot pontoon. It'll probably crew, you know, with well, it's been on the load of people. We had obviously six people on there, seven. How fast are we going? Um, I mean, good a good cruise speed to get a good breeze. I mean, you're going 20 some miles an hour. 20, I mean, you get a okay. good breeze when you're moving. Yeah, you can. Uh, now, if you stand still, obviously, I don't want anybody. You know, you're gonna sure bake a little bit. But um, maybe I didn't realize how fast yeah. they can go. And obviously, that depends on motor size but even in even if you're just kind of cruising i mean even if you got a smaller motor if you're moving i mean you okay. get good breeze yes you you, you won't bake you'll All be right. good no bait guarantee no bait guarantee so that sounds fun did y'all yeah. fish or do you just you know, chill on yeah we thing? just chill um we had the dogs and it was like I said, it was more of the a leisure day it was a leisure recreational boating weekend which you know hey i'm not complaining um you know it's a lot less work you know you just there's you're not there's no 
you're not you know you can't get let down when you have a recreational day you yeah. just cruise are you uh do you take a dip in the water when you're oh yeah mm-hmm. okay for sure um you know the lakes for some reason i get a little skeptical in the lakes like just like the wall maybe there's bacteria and maybe it's all in my head but wow. you know if it gets in my mouth a little bit i'm thinking like in a brain eating aneba is in the daggum water. Yeah. So I get a little skeptical. But, um, yeah, it feels good. The water is actually refreshing. But lakes are weird because, like, there's, like, levels of temperature. I get the top, it feels good. And if you, like, say you want to go down for a little bit, like, it gets real cold. Huh. And it's a little, it's kind of, it makes you feel kind of weird. You know, like, you're in a, it's just weird. But um, it was a good weekend. All right. So there's Bryce Outdoors. Uh, any plans coming up for this weekend? Uh, yes, I'll be headed to Scottsdale um, wow. to celebrate Shane and his wedding coming in July, the only bachelor trip. So we'll Shane be, Carden. Shane is Carden. Hitched. He is getting hitched. How about that? I know. So we'll, uh, a handful of us are headed to um, Scottsdale to, I guess, have a boys' long weekend. Should there be you go. Time. That's fun. I'm trying to think of how, like, the corniest possible thing you can do. Maybe uh, you got an O-lineman going to that that uh being in the mm-hmm. wedding right or um we have a J- jt's coming to the bachelor perfect, party perfect. he'll be at the wedding me and jt are actually rooming together he snaps the ring to shane do who throws it to you and i guess you run it back to and shane. then i run it back <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Are> you, <laughs> do you got any backup quarterbacks on the trip anybody that can throw i guess uh, rocco, rocco could, could throw yeah. uh i'm not gonna say myself so yeah, yeah, let's not do that. Just an idea I had in my yeah. head. I don't think the the female would like that too much. Or Shane could get snapped to him, and then Kylie could have her hand out, and he could try and throw it on her hand. <laughs> and he gets uh, five tries. If it doesn't go, wedding's off. Wedding's off. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Did you randomly pick five, or did you intentionally pick five? That was a random number. Shane's number was five. That is true. I didn't <laughs> think of that. Um but yes, you are correct. Oh, that'd be fun, Scottsdale. Yeah, it's, Why, it's any reason for? I think Scottsdale? since Shane's an Idahoan, it's kind of close, and um, Scottsdale closer Scottsdale. than North Carolina. Yeah, closer than Florida. Definitely. So he's. I guess he want to shoot down there. Good, right. It'll be good golfing, and uh, it's a happening place. Good deal. That sounds fun, Bryce oh, yeah. Williams. Uh, I know you can't share all the stories, but have a, a story or two for yeah. us uh, for that one coming Sounds up. Sounds good. Which, by the way, I've been trying to get Rocco on for like three months now. It's going to happen one day. One of these I've days. I've kind of given up on it. River rat. But he got uh, married recently. The weekend after me. The yeah. 15th, so, 14th. Both of you guys are busy, busy men. I know. All right. Pirate Radio Outdoors. About to wrap it up here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio. Golly. Tuesday edition Tuesday. of Pirate Radio Live. Still not used to Bryce being here on Tuesday. Igo will be here Wednesday. Uh, we've got Orioles baseball coming your way tonight. The Pirate Radio podcast. Players Lounge coming up as well. You can hear from Bryce and Worrell, Zach Agnos, CJ Mayhew, and Ryder Giles. That's on the way coming up on Pirate Radio. Bryce, uh, have a safe trip. Have fun, and we'll uh, see you next week, man. Sounds good. Thank y'all for having me. Shirley Rhodes, break out your jorts for next Tuesday. Chandler. I'll try to remember to wear mine, too. Well, we'll if I can find a pair, I'll wear them. We'll jord it up. Chandler, we'll see you uh, Wednesday, 3 o'clock. I'll be back Wednesday, 3 o'clock. And thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you Wednesday on Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody.
Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.